0: Shut everything else out to make you go get getting your ghiblies all gooped yeah. up. My first kid, it's your it's your rough draft. It's like, alright, I guess it's bedtime's at 9 p.m. Yeah. and no cheese before <laughs> <laughs> dinner. You know what, I mean? what do you think happens when we die? Ooh. I think
1: that we all go to heaven.
0: Robot Harmony B. Be- Be- oh, you know, someone finally left us a goddamn review on iTunes. Chillaxasaurus says, Gold. Period. Short. Sweet. Fabulously done. But I want more. Leave us a freaking review on iTunes, okay? Even if it sucks. Even if it's no stars. At least I'll just know someone's listening. Like, is anybody listening? Yeah. Honestly, a couple hundred people are listening. I'm pretty pumped. Okay. The horse's ass. I'm literally filling out the metadata on Amazon right now. Our latest short film will be out by December 23rd, just in time for Christmas, baby. I'll be super vociferous and annoying about plugging this once it's out, but just get ready for some highly produced courtroom comedy packed with hilarious performances by Hot Babes and Stripper Centaur. Beef Meets World, my new book. Beef's writing a book? What can't this dude do, man? He's great. Coming uh, sort of soon. Takes a while to get off my back, but I don't know. Apparently, I'm um, marketing-wise, you're supposed to build hype for future projects. So, Beef Meets World, coming soon-ish. What else we got? Ooh, a really fun project I'm cooking up is a sketch comedy show called Snuggle TV in which I play a slew of silly physical characters alongside other notable New Orleans talent. If you'd like to get involved in any departments of production, send us an email with your resume, and uh, maybe a headshot if you're a cute babe. Ooh, patriarchy bomb. Get this guy out of here. Nah, just kidding. I'm a cool guy who just likes working with hot babes. And, and you know, and, and anyone else. Specifically, I'm looking for means of distribution. It's the final piece of the puzzle. So, if you know anyone who works on selling video programming through fanciful networks, give me a shout. Because I got a sweet way to make us all rich. All right, give us a little, uh, cute little subscribe on the podcast. Give us a share. Tell your friends if you giggle about it. Leave us a freaking review. Bless me. Uh, submit an email to dragon at gmail.com. Send us a joke, a juicy philosophical conundrum to discuss, maybe a disturbing personal anecdote, and we'll read you out loud on the airwaves with my guest. I've been having a lot of fun. i got my studio and my sexy new mics all set up. We'll be coming to you every freaking week on Tuesday mornings for the rest of your life. Thanks for listening. This has been such a blast every time. What a cool job. Q's pet peeve of the week. People who find Keith Urban attractive. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. I'm looking at a a picture of him right now. Yeah. He looks like a moody lesbian made of straw. He's definitely wearing makeup. Oh, yeah, he's with uh, Nicole Kidman. I like her. Moulin Rouge was, was pretty cool. Well, good for him. Whatever. Okay, my guest today is going by the alias Austin Smash. It's very close to his actual name, but he's applying for jobs, so he doesn't want to have any misbehavior, naughty quotes used against him. Fair enough. He's an old buddy from college, bro. Uh, he's oh, he's so funny and confident and sweet and pleasant and genuine. I love him. You're gonna love him. Check out our uh, transactional, verbal, communicative, interpolational, mm, protocol conversation. No, I'm not a robot. Or am I? Dude, what if I was just a robot this whole time? You'd be so pissed? Mmm, initiate beef cast. Six 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 six. Shout out Tito's Vodka, Tito's Vodka, I forgot to say that. Tito's Vodka! 666, six, 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 mm. six, beep, 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 beep. <coughs> <coughs> Dragon ball game. Under oh. the other dawns early light, what's so, so freaking proudly we have as the twilight's last gleaming? Go it's hard the- to like. <laughs> Because sometimes you'll get the <laughs> harmony. It's like, oh, cool. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then most of the time you just miss it, right? Like as epic as it is to get the harmony is as hilarious, hilarious as it is to just boom, botch it.
1: I just like, I've just been getting into harmony and <clears throat> like with like jamming and it's hard. Like we did it the other night and it was funny. Like, do you harmonize? And you're like, yeah. And like, we did it. and just kind of like spot on.
0: <laughs> it's beautiful, yeah. man. Like people are so nervous to to sing and stuff, but I fucking love it. Like I've, I've recently kind of become okay because honestly it took me a couple decades to not be horrified of other people hearing me sing yeah because it's not always perfect your your pitch isn't always on right but like I don't know just get over yourself because it's such a beautiful wonderful thing just share it with the universe you know yeah. it's like even if you're not always nailing it like I don't know it's like freestyle rap my buddy Jordan Schwartz always goes all right Sixteen bars, and then he'll just suck, and he'll just be like, "Ew!" Like, but you know what I mean? It's like you're going for it. Yeah. How do you feel about singing? Like, cause you're a singer, right?
1: Yeah, sing.
0: Yeah, not a singer.
1: Yeah, I sing. I like. I love to play music, so
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm all about singing. But I definitely have that. I definitely have that barrier with people where it's like, unless yeah. I'm like super comfortable around you, it's it's going to be hard for me to really not- like give it my all and not have that in the back of my
0: mind. Like the it, nervousness that, like, oh my pitch isn't perfect, and like I'll sound bad. Yeah, yeah,
1: which totally takes away from music in general or anything. If you're worried about what someone else like thinks, it's gonna take away from, you know what I mean? Right? But that's you got
0: some of the best advice I've ever awesome. heard for singing. My buddy Mason Trey, I shout out. Uh, he says you just gotta go for gold. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Just just go for it. Yeah. And it's you just get over yourself. Yeah. You know what I've what I found? You know, you ever notice how? like kelly clarkson or some sort of american idol, someone who's who's a great singer when they're singing they kind of close their eyes and they're really feeling it and, yeah yeah and they're making these kind of weird not weird faces but faces of intensity and focus yeah and i'm realizing that it's kind of helped me like my pitch will be more so on if i'm kind of closing my eyes and like really kind of going for it and i think that's just that's the metaphor for life, right? It's yeah. like just put on your little blinders, shut everything else out to make you go ga get your ghiblies all gooped yeah. up and just freaking just go for gold.
1: Yeah, you're in flow. That's what
0: i was saying. Are you, are you in a band or anything? Do you do you guys
1: No. I have been jamming with a couple of people. Okay. Uh Stuart had who plays uh piano is awesome. Okay. Um and then a guy named Mitch Rubion. Okay. Also awesome music. both much better than I am. But yeah, we've been uh jamming a good bit. What's y'all set up, like? Two
0: so guitars and drums, or
1: yeah. So Stuart and I do um, just like mostly acoustic and piano, which okay. is a cool. Like, cool, definitely a cool dynamic. That's all you need. Um, but also throw a little, uh, throw a little electrical in there, or electric guitar in there. But also for Mitch, we have a drummer who we play with, and so it's a little trio, okay. which is acoustic so much fun. drums. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: a little loud, a little mm. anti neighborly, but. You gotta do it every once in a while. And That's funny
1: because he's like he's in the middle of South Downs, which is a pretty, you know, <laughs> pretty nice little part of Baton Rouge. So and just and you can hear it from you know all over.
0: So more yeah. why.
1: But yeah, definitely been playing a good bit recently. In fact, I played last night for like probably three hours before I went to bed.
0: Wow, yeah. I Love played it. Zelda Ocarina of Time three hours Let's before go. I went to bed. Yeah, it was a cool night. Um, but what kind of y'all are just jamming out like funky kind of? Rhythmic, like what kind of? Yeah, what kind of music? Because that's my disjoint, disjunct, discord. I don't know. Is the music I love to really listen to is not necessarily the music I love to play. Like you can really jam. Like I love rap and hip hop, R and B. Yeah, yeah. But you can't. I mean, we'll do kind of covers of of like rock or covers. Me and Mason will just go ham. Uh, But I don't know. Like, what kind of music are you playing?
1: Yeah. As a side note, I feel like rap is just not a good thing live.
0: It's more of a studio scenario, isn't it? It is. It's
1: yeah. just, it, it, I I saw 3-6 Mafia when I was, uh, <laughs> okay. which is bad, it was badass, but you know, like <laughs> we were hammered when we saw it. So, I mean, of course it made it that much better, but I don't think the music, like to me, I don't think, I really love bands that can sound awesome.
0: When they're live. When yeah. they're
1: live. Like Not that really, much. that to me, that really defines like if, like a good band. So rap, I mean, and not to say that rap because I love rap, like right. I love rap,
0: but it's just not as. But it, the best is when it's in the studio, you know, perfectly right. mixed and everything. No, I, I saw Migos because Migos. Do you know? Do you even know who they are? Yeah. Okay, fucking Migos. They opened up for Drake, and I, I honestly felt like I was about seventy-eight years old because I was sitting there, fingers in my ears, like. <laughs> actually angry I, my joke was like i'm gonna call the cops on migos because they were so loud and so horribly mixed and just screaming their unintelligible mumble rap it, it, like screaming it it was it was at least like 30 percent louder than drake's because drake was perfect sweet. yeah you want to talk about a guy who sounds good in concert talk about a performer a major ugh, a huge drake fan he he was perfectly mixed but these guys was like ah. Like, yeah i was actually angry and I, I was just sitting in my little seats, way up in the nosebleeds, maybe by myself, going to see Drake. And, and I was legitimately angry. No, but you have a point. What kind of, what yeah. are the bands you like to see live? Like,
1: um, so the best band I saw, I, I saw live, I think, was Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds in New Orleans. Yawn. It was. You know, you're not a fan. You're not a fan.
0: No, I'm not, but I'm, I have an open mind. Yeah, they yeah, sell okay. Sell me
1: on them. So why I love Dave Matthews is, for <laughs> one, he's original. People don't like his voice. I think that's the big thing that I hear about Dave Matthews, but it wasn't Dave Matthews' band, like, say that, but it was Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds. Now, Tim Reynolds is a guy, he plays a guitarist. He plays with Dave Matthews, like, you know, one of his you mm-hmm. know, good buddies that they jam out with every now and then. Anyways, his energy is, like, unreal.
0: See, that's important. That's what you need.
1: But also, I was baked, so that kind of helped. Usually yeah. does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, it's just amazing. He puts on just like this phenomenal show. And I think, like, playing music, you don't realize how hard it is True. to sound that good with just two guitars and you singing. Right. Like, when you have Dave Matthews' band, or any band for that matter, you have this everyone who's bringing their own instrument you have fills that are kind of going in to complete this entire set of music mm-hmm. but when you have just acoustic and you have just two people it's hard it's a lot harder to make it sound that good right. especially live you know so you don't have a bass backing you up and kind of or, or drums and you know uh trumpets and like all this stuff so that was amazing
0: can I thought, you do a dave matthews impression yeah i could probably do one <laughs>
1: Oh, it's wrong! that's uh... no, horrible. <laughs> that's bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you went for it. But you went for it. That's important. Uh, that to me sounded like a kind of a tenacious D jack. Black. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Like a Nickelbacky. Yeah.
1: What's that? I feel like it's '90s. It's total like that strain the on the voice, voice guy. 90s. Yeah, yeah. All in the throat.
0: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah he does. wanna be somebody <laughs> I think every once in a while during the course of the show we should just hit a sick harmony every once in a while, okay? So if you ever if you're just kinda like uh, 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 uh that'd be cool. Alright. Throw out those whenever you like. Uh, 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 I cut us off too early, but yeah, that was nice though. Yeah, just going for it. <laughs> we could let the audience decide how how miserable that is. Um. Whoa. All right, so you're jamming for three hours last night. What? So you're on the acoustic guitar?
1: No, I was actually playing through my computer. I have a little interface, wow. my computer
0: and my electric. Oh, so yeah. it's kind of the amplifier distortion scenario, or yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm just like playing with a bunch of different sounds, and what, that's what's cool about your computer is you can you can make whatever kind of sound you want. I mean, so given you're you have playing the software.
0: electric guitar, and that's connected to an interface that Connects makes it sound computer. like a violin, if you want, or something.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, kind of. I mean, you just have a bunch of different um, have a bunch of different types of sounds you could get. I mean, like, so I was just playing with like a little crunch guitar, but you can kind of make it sound however you want. Mm-hmm. Within, like, reasonable, like, guitar-type sounds, you know? I got you. A clean guitar.
0: I, but. I, the reason I started playing guitar, I was, like, 12 or something. I heard Carlos Santana just mm. shredding it. I think that's kind of why most young so boys good. love guitar, right? And then I kind of forayed into acoustic just because I was hanging with my boy Mason, and um, it, it just, it's easier to kind of... Just do solo and whatnot and I'm I'm a big classical guitar guy, yeah. so I love like the flamenco, the Spanish kinda finger picking, lots of strings kind of course. thing. But recently I'm feeling the the pull to get back into just monster shredding, just gross ups tight solos, just bang, bang, And just big bendies and distortion and stuff. Yeah. It's Jimi Hendrix, John Mayer type rock. It's it's cool. It's fun.
1: No, it is. It's it's awesome. Like I go through waves where I'll hit the acoustic super hard.
0: Gotcha. And then babes love the acoustic.
1: Yeah. And then I'll be like, okay, I'm kinda like I'm kinda getting the same sound, like let me mix it up. There you go. I definitely do that a good bit. Now, recently I've been totally on the electric train and uh, also been playing a good bit of bass, but... Uh, okay. Which is an awesome instrument. Very is underrated it? instrument. I
0: yes. think I rate it underly, probably. Tell tell me about it. Sell me on it.
1: Well, the bass, it's just so... Bang, bang, bang It's bang. so essential. Like, Skipping,
0: bang, yeah. Bang, bang, bang.
1: I mean, music, in, uh, like, in my opinion, like music for anything, any instrument, is all about feel. Like You can be technically just amazing... And you can shred like uh, Slash is a great example for me. Like Slash is technically good, you know, he's this really is a fast. Metallica
0: basis. Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses. Yeah, no, he's I'm
1: a Guns right. N' Roses guitarist. I'm a jerk. But right. just like, just to kind of explain the point, like he's this, you know, technically really sound guitarist, but to me he doesn't jive because hmm. he just he doesn't get the feel. He does not. He's not groovy to me. You know what I mean? Like, so anyways, back like to. Axe Flea
0: is. Groovy. Yeah,
1: Flea is groovy, but I'm also, Flea is, like, super present in his bass. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, look, I'm, like, I'm here, like, I'm doing these funky-ass groove lines. I personally like the less is more kind of approach to bass.
0: Well, I think that's the approach that everyone else in history has taken except Flea. Like, I I, I just, I don't know of any other bassists that are, like, in-your-facest bassist racists. Just kidding about that last part. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I do I just as a dancer as a mover I I look at that guy and I go he's got it but
1: oh man that's how you rock but that's what I love about bass it's that you're not you don't get that credit but you're still Mm -hmm. making that music sound so good in the way it does but you're not like you're not necessarily that front man you know you're like getting all the attention you like 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 John Paul Jones for Led Zeppelin amazing bassist I mean like out of the four people you know he I mean he's probably by far the less you know, the less the least accredited person. Or accredited right. person.
0: I didn't even know he was but a thing. he
1: it's for that four band yeah, for that four man band, he's he'd like totally the, is the glue. Yeah. He's like Yeah, it's like it's like the dream team of people. But you know what I mean? I don't know. I just I love bass because it's to me, it's the glue of it's the glue of the group.
0: It's where the rhythm meets the melody, right?
1: Yeah, like you know, your guitar is not going to sound you, you you know your funky little riff isn't going to sound good unless you have like someone backing you like up.
0: A champ. I don't know. I just of... I
1: love bass. I love guitar more, but I love bass.
0: Yeah, I just I love ugh, just finger picking and 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 classically st- like I, I want to shred some Mozart on, on the <laughs> acoustic guitar. You know what I mean? So I I just my background isn't like a jammy kind of guy.
1: All right, you can pick one genre to play for the rest of your life. You can't pick any other genre. So, like, blues, classical, jazz, but you cannot play anything else. What are you going to pick?
0: 90s grunge rock. (laughs) Really? Dude, (laughs) when Mason and I jam, it's some 41, Blink-182, like, lit. Like, can we forget about the things I did when I was drunk? (laughs) Because... God, I love it for so many reasons. One, nostalgia. Come on. That's Whoa. when you're, you know, you're getting your little pimples and your braces and 100%. you're just coming up in this world. And, like, I mean, I remember my first Sum 41 CD. It was like fifth grade. And it was like, yes, like these guys get it. it so, kind of my first, you know, swim into music. It was like ludicrous in Sum 41. Um, and then there's also, you can belt it if you're singing, right? Like, you can just, please tell me why is in the front yard and, so like, and it's that you can kind of joke sing it. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you don't yeah, have yeah. to really put yourself out on the line because you're just but kind you're, of you're just kind of screaming it. But you really want to sing it like for but real the want, whole time. Yeah. It's like oh, when like yeah. Backstreet Boys comes
1: on, you're like, Oh no, Backstreet Boys, but like oh, secretly man. you're like, Okay, yes, fuck yes, yeah, back this back is, is the jam. Like turn it up.
0: Backstreet Boys, <laughs> huh? I was never you know much of a Backstreet guy.
1: Like when like like you're like a tailgate or something. and It's like, well, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe in sync. Back maybe-, <laughs>
0: <street boy's laughs> like maybe backstreets back. All right. But but that kind of mixes in with Britney Spears with me. I don't know. But, yeah. But any also just like the the drums and the kind of dual harmonizing electric guitar solos like '90s. Is that what you would call it? '90s alt rock or grunge rock? Or like teen, teen yeah. rock. What what would you classify like?
1: I guess it's kinda like nineties pop. Team. Really? Pop because because like nineties grunge would be more like Nirvana, Pearl Jam, like Alice in Chains type okay. bands.
0: Yeah, right? it's kinda poppy, but there's that kind of like edgy, angsty teen aspect to it. For sure. I but I think even it. that was like nineties pop. Yeah, true. Yeah, I love pop music. I'm a people kind of shit on it. Oh, lowest common denominator, like oh, it's it's just a it's the same sequence of chords one five four whatever. But I don't know. I like Ariana Grande. I Yeah, jammed to A G. Yeah, and just ah, shit you can kind of dance to and move to. What pop as well? It's come on, pop rocks. You ever yeah. heard K-pop? No. So I just came back from South Korea. <laughs> yeah, South Korea k-pop is the most hilarious adorable thing in the whole world it's like there it's I mean, do you know what it is no it's uh it's just Korean pop and it's mostly these young girls women I guess you'd call them I don't know like around the age 20 and they're all doing these kind of cheerleader coordinated dance moves and like they're, they're beautiful and they're just singing this kind of like fun pop it's like huge <laughs> pop you learn makes sense I guess
1: are you into it I or is it just like culturally you're like, okay, this is cool. It was really just cool awesome
0: so to different. see when I was there. I'm not jamming, you know, best of, of K-pop or anything. But, well, because <laughs> the rest of the world kind of is just trying to be the United States from like an entertainment media standpoint. Yeah. So it's just kind of an interesting little phenomenon to witness. But no, my pop is like Ariana Grande. I don't know. I guess I don't really do the re- – I do pop. I mean like I love T-Pain. We yeah, call him pop. I love Chris Brown, Drizzy Drake. I like Lil Wayne. He's not pop but he's kind of pop, right? I mean I think he's absolutely done a bunch of pop. pop jams.
1: I don't think pop necessarily like I in my opinion, I don't think pop has to follow this script. I think pop is just what's popular. Maroon five? Like, yeah. Like,
0: pop. They're pretty amazing,
1: right? Yeah, like I I even like Red Hot Chili Peppers is one of my favorite bands. I would even consider them pop. Now, Ooh. back in like the 90s, like back in like early nineties when like you know, Mother's Milk was coming. I think they, yeah, they're absolute funk. But, like, right now, like, yeah, they have a huge following. They're, like, their they're music kind of more a little bit more mainstream now. I, I would say they're pop.
0: Yeah, and you see how you hesitate and kind of flinch a little bit to say mainstream as if that's bad. But it's like, that just means successful and pervasive in the culture, right?
1: Yeah, but also...
0: Makes you a little slutty.
1: Yeah, you get a little slutty. I mm-hmm. mean, not, not in a bad way. I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. I guess we both love it, but... I think to some degree there, there's some music where it's pop and it's really popular song. You're like, wow, that's a badass song, you know. Yeah. But I think for the most part, I think there's a lot more talent in, in other music. That's
0: see, that's where yeah, people kind of slip in talent. I yeah. mean,
1: but I don't have my nose up to it. I think it's great. Mu- like I think there's great music in pop.
0: Well, pop kind of assumes that the 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 vocalists aren't writing their songs. Maybe a little bit. It's more of a produced team kind of thing. And I kind of remember it was like the first time I learned that girls wear makeup. It was, it was, it was pretty bummed, bummed me out pretty hard because I, I just thought girls, you know, are beautiful and like look like this all the time. And then you, you hit like age, I don't know, 12, 13, whatever, and you're like, oh, like there's a, a, What's that word? I'm trying to think disjunct. It's not the word. There's a disconnect between, you know, a a nice, raw, natural-looking babe and the done-up thing. For sure. So the first time I heard that kind of Beyonce or your favorite singers don't write their songs, it was like a little bit of a bummer. You know what I mean? And it shouldn't be because it's two totally different talent sectors, like being able to write a jam and sing it, but maybe getting out of pop it's an arena where there's a little more singer-songwriter type, like, feely-specific kind of stuff. Right,
1: right. Yeah?
0: Do you have any thoughts on, oh, like, she doesn't write her own songs, like, whatever?
1: Yeah, I mean, look at Elton John, though. Elton John has a lot of his songs that were written for him, but he's just such a good performer. People aren't – you wouldn't think of Elton John – It's a different skill set. Right. But I do kind of see what you're saying. Like, I don't like the stuff – that was engineered to sound exactly like what everyone is listening to at the time. You know what I mean? Like, right. and that's
0: the pop that will make people flinch a little bit. Right. I think.
1: Right? I think that's the pop that people think of when they think of pop. It's like, oh yeah, it's bubblegum music. It's mm-hmm. like just there because it sounds a certain way that's popular right now. Mm-hmm. But I think there's pop that sounds really cool when it's like new. But I hate the stuff that like it's it sounds like a million and one other songs the that have already risks. come out before it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that I guess back to what people, people who don't write their own music, I don't, I think there's people who are just good performers and can't really write their own music, Mm -hmm. you know, but But it's
0: so much more impressive when they do, right?
1: Yeah. I think it absolutely is because yeah, it says it's, it says a lot about you as a musician and your originality and your creativity, Mm -hmm. you know, for you to be able to perform something, I think it's different than actually coming up and writing that and like orchestrating that whole song or piece whatever
0: certainly yeah. what was the last song you cried to or that was one of the questions i wanted to ask what was the last time you cried i would love it if it could kind of dovetail sick word i love using dovetail yeah that's a good one. dovetail into, into music. a music thing but you know so, if it wasn't so
1: actually i cried to ray lamentaine <laughs> super <laughs> super lame kind of embarrassed but go on so yeah, I was, really <laughs> and, uh, I, was dr- I was really drunk that night, and I was I was really drunk that
0: night, and I wasn't listening. doing anything else illegal, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mom.
1: And uh, <laughs> and I was in the car, not driving, and um, this uh, <laughs> this Ray LaMonte song came on, and it was, You will shelter me, my love. But let's try that one again. You will shelter me, my love. Ooh. And I will shelter you. Anyways, I just started yeah, tearing up. Cool. I thought about I thought about my woman. And I was like, man, I started kind of tearing up. It wasn't like a ball cry. Right. It wasn't but like was like an
0: ugly. <laughs> I fucking love my yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. like you know,
0: (laughs) it was like a a cinematic tear,
1: and um, and then I told her the next day, and she laughed at me.
0: What? She didn't. I was like, "Hey, like like,
1: like, I'm trying to be open, and like you know, no." She she laughed at me.
0: What are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's break up. I'm gonna find a more masculine man (laughs) because a real man doesn't show emotions. (laughs) Do you kind of think that the 2018 man? Is way more feminine than like the 1968 man. Yes. Do you see how I do. that's kind of like a trend? 100%. What do you think about that? I think it's kind of, I think I kind of like it. Yeah. But I think a bunch of grandpas look at a bunch of dudes like us who cry at, you know, in public or whatever. Yeah. Or admit to feelings and sin. Oh, like,
1: keep that to yourself. Like,
0: shush up, young man.
1: Yeah. I feel like there's two angles to that. One is that, these people I think okay let me say this take a step back I think that men across all walks of life like between any time have emotionally have been pretty similar well let me say this I think people in western culture are similar in like emotions they feel maybe like as we know the 60s and 50s I don't think they were as expressive as we know and of course we didn't live there but I feel like It's great because we're more open as like a people and like I feel like they were a little bit more, hey, this is kind of the way you need to be as a man Mm -hmm. and that's, you know, I don't really like that. But I also do like the fact that in the way I see those people from back then, I don't think they were as sensitive to everything. Like you could get ripped on and like not be like, oh my god, like, definitely. You know, no. he's like he's being so mean to me and like it just it was like you you kind of accepted. I feel like they were more accepting of their their circumstances and conditions, whereas today it's like, oh my god, I'm not this way. Like I need to, but that's right. just the way I see it. No,
0: I think there's a regrettable sensitivity, like hypersensitivity. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes me want to grab people by the, the shake them, you know. But people yeah. getting so offended and doing all the kind of that hurts my image as a thing and I have like this kind of crap. Right. I, I'm super curious just in kind of like I mean masculinity and femininity What like and maybe I'm a jerk for saying oh dudes in 2018 are more feminine because they share emotions. I mean do you can you define femininity? Yeah. Like what the heck does that mean? Yeah. Like does it have to do with nurturing and and sensitivity and kindness or is that just a sexist thing to say like masculinity like i want to think of like power and strength
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah but yeah.
0: that's all but a So is, like, a woman who's powerful and strong, because there are tons of those, are Are those more more masculine? Right. What the heck does masculine and feminine even mean? Should we tether? Ooh, tether. Great word. That's a
1: nice word. Should we tether?
0: Yeah, give me, like, a couple, like, ding-dings whenever (laughs) I just fucking (laughs) nail (laughs) a descriptor. Should we correlate into the the physical realm? Or is it more of an ethereal, spirit? like, oh, my feminine energy? Like, what the heck's going on?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) His face. (laughs) Yeah, it's a constant study for me. I haven't, like, angered anyone too much yet. But you know what I did? Uh I I wrote a note on my phone of (gasps) just kind of free associating, and maybe this is a indication of my white privilege or male sexual hierarchy status or whatever but i just free associated over a couple days just like whenever i thought okay maybe this could tether into that maybe this is here i got a list of masculinity versus femininity i'll read it out to you let me know what you Okay, let's see all right and nobody get mad at me this come on this is beef trying to just get a closer approximation of reality here all right masculinity order right angles testosterone Abundance of hair, dick, physical dominance, low voice, hunter warrior, outward, execution, efficiency, dominance, mountain, femininity, chaos, curves, estrogen, nurturing, vagina, emotional sensitivity, inward, creativity, birth, submission, valley, ocean, wetness, fruit, healthcare. (laughs) <laughs> well, there's there's a an overrepresentation of women involved or er, who work for healthcare.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's just it's like ninety percent. Was this like a speed brainstorm, or were you just like it's like was, over the course of this a couple was days? Kind
0: of developed a, over a <laughs> okay, while, <sorry. laughs> and I didn't throw anything out.
1: Yeah, so, okay, all right, that's fair.
0: So, <laughs> what do you think about that? Because like, aren't those kind of classically typical? Trademarks of, of each gender? Some what even the, is it? Sex, so there's gender? a couple
1: that stood out to me with women and, or femininity. Okay. And I think that chaos and inwardness are very much androgynous. Okay. I think those, I mean, I think that's just anyone. I think you can, I don't know. Is, in, is, it, is androgynous the right word? I think it could happen for both.
0: Right. That's. I think that's what androgynous means. Yeah. So one of the things I've discovered is it's kind of impossible to define masculinity and femininity Without the context of the other of the opposite, it's like yin and yang. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, I mean, I think you're, like some people be like, "Oh no, women are order and men are chaos." Right. And I don't know if you should say women and men as the same thing as masculinity and femininity, because it's just a confusing mess. Because C- yeah. it's like, I mean, what traits? What about gophers? Like w- female gophers and female <laughs> h- Homo sapiens? <laughs> yeah, 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 w- yeah. Are there any? kind of traits that repeat themselves you right know what i mean yeah so nurturing and that's and, a good
1: that's a good point so like how you define femininity opposed to like hey how do you find a woman you're not saying like, it is different right I mean, that's, that's that's and right. i've
0: had people warn me not to focus too much on the physical realm of that right but then it's like all right well how do you is it like what is it yeah know?
1: that's a good question though i never thought about okay what is you know what makes what makes you feminine? You know, when I think of feminine, I, I guess the only really thing that I'm thinking of is, you know, you kind of care about your physical appearance or, you know, you're into certain activities. Like, you know, like for you're instance... Playing with dollies. Shopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, you're like, you shop. Like, you like to shop. Like, you enjoy shopping. Okay, I'd say, okay, that's kind of feminine. You know what I
0: mean? Women love to shop. And of course, men do as well. And then maybe we're being heteronormative and blah, blah, blah. But like, what the heck? What's going on? How do you... And I feel like it's a very twenty, very 2017 slash 2018, almost 2019, by the way. We uh, got crazy. one month. But it's a topical, you know, yeah, present conversation that a lot of people are getting up in their arms about. Like, this is my gender identity and that's important. Mm. Where the kind of 1960-year-old grandpa was probably just shaking his head like, shut up. Yeah. Get over yourself.
1: Back um, to, okay, so back to that, because I wanted to say this, and I think to, I know we... Been, it's been a while since we talked about that, but I want to say that I think that that generation and just in my perception of them might have been a stronger people. Like...
0: Ooh. It just... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just tougher. Tougher. I think they were tougher.
0: Yeah. I mean, kinesiology didn't really start kicking butt until like 90s-ish, I want to say. But so if we're talking just from an athlete standpoint... You know, people were just eating hot dogs and burgers and then like working out in the parking lot. Before. <laughs> right. and now we have all this like exercise <laughs> technology and research. So, yeah. So, I mean, records will always be broken with regards to like physical uh, acumen. Ooh. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah, very cool. Um, but I definitely see what you're saying. Just thicker skin, like not so sensitive, not so whiny. Right.
1: right? Just emotionally, physically. And not to say that they're more athletic, I just think they had more grit. I know, I
0: know. i was being dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people would agree with you. There's kind of a concern nowadays that there's just too much coddling. There's too much... Yeah. No no danger like here, like parental hyper-helicoptering, that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, which I'm totally out on.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a tough balance. I mean, I... So I have a little niece who's two and a half years old now. And I gotta be honest, when we're walking on the the sidewalk and she's getting close to the street, I'm like, about to spring. You know, what I, mean? I want to be like cool and relaxed, but it's like, oh man, when your kind of flesh and blood is, is this kind of little doodle ball of infinite potential and just no surround like environmental awareness, it's pretty scary. Like, sure. how how can you, how can you just let your little goop like? Run around by itself. It's its its horrifying. So I yeah. empathize, but I certainly – my mom had an excellent point. My mom's a librarian. So master's in library science, children's literature. She's got like a million degrees. She said, what good stories have parents in them? None. You can't bring the parent along with the child because then there's no conflict. There's no risk. There's no adventure, right? Right, right, right. There's no danger, which is – which is the key to like a sick life is is kind of high stakes or at least a good story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how do you grow and how do you become a a beast if everything's easy and kind of Exactly. by the rules the whole time? You can't. Yeah. I don't think
1: you can. It's like I mean it's like the old adage it's like if if it's if it's worth anything, it's going to be it's going to be hard to attain. It's not, you know, for most things, you know.
0: Right. And uh, yeah, it's not it's not just difficulty of of that specific thing, but it's like, what are you risking to get it? Yeah. Is that what gives significance to it?
1: Yeah. Stakes? Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's a good question. I mean, I I know that growing up, my dad, my mom was absolutely the one to, you know, very, very, not reserved, because that's that's a poor description of her, but she was, she was very, um, what's the word? Help me out here.
0: Uh, Conservative?
1: Yeah. I mean, Yeah, she actually wasn't conservative in the way she thought. But yeah, conservative and cautious. But my dad was always the one... You want to know something
0: funny? Conservative people liberally apply sunscreen and liberal people conservatively apply sunscreen. That's that's probably pretty true. Pretty weird. Anyway, continue. Your mom's a pussy.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, watch it. No, but but my dad was like... And I love this about him. He gave us so much freedom as a kid. I mean, you know, within reason
0: is it like he gave you freedom or he just didn't really care no it
1: was it was i think it was a yeah i think it was a conscientious hey i know i'm
0: kidding yeah yeah but your parents loved you
1: yeah yeah but Maybe. i think that really affected me as a person on how i deal with things and how i am you know as an individual mm-hmm. you know i really hold freedom and at at at, at at a high level I think that you know me I'm not happy unless I can make those decisions for myself
0: independence yeah,
1: independence and creativity And but I, I think he gave us a lot of freedom to kind of um, to go out and explore now mm-hmm. my mom was definitely the more gave, gave me more freedom to kind of be an individual like on an emotional level or you know but um,
0: how many siblings do you have
1: three others so it was four three of three others and yeah. where are
0: you in the pecking order in the bottom the you're baby. the baby alright yeah. me too yeah. I want to talk about that um because I feel like my older siblings were kind of so dramatic and and just took up so much of my parents like anxiety and and whatnot that I just kind of slipped by yeah they, 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 they had a very kind of hand not hands off but a little more of a lackadaisical kind of not so hypertentious upbringing for me yeah and I I gotta credit some of my kind of laissez-faire – Attitude to that—that I really enjoy and appreciate. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's—it's nice to kind of be your own sail. Right,
1: right. No, I I definitely agree with that. I think I was—I was the last, but mine was more so because I think my parents had gone through everything, Mm -hmm. and they're like, "Fuck it, I don't need like, okay, like I've been through this a million times. Like he's gonna be fine, just
0: whatever. You learn from your mistake. uh, This is mean, but when is when? uh, I can't say this. I'm just saying it. Whatever, everyone. When is your first draft ever better than your third draft? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> if you have a kid, like, I don't know, there's another great quote. Oh, your first kid, you just you just throw them out. <laughs> 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 but it's like, it kind of makes sense that you're going to be a better parent by the third kid than you were the first kid. Like, yeah. if my first kid... It's your it's your rough draft. It's like all right. I guess it's bedtime's at nine p.m. and no cheese before <laughs> dinner. You know what I mean? Like what the fuck? No cheese. you set those ground rules, right? And then I guess you learn as as they kind of come on. Because I want to have at least three kids. I think so. As they kind of come on, yeah, you just get more relaxed and comfortable. And I don't know. It's got to be such a difficult trip having a kid. What? Oh god. When are you gonna have kids? Like.
1: That's a good question. I don't know. I really don't want to have him anytime soon, but at the same time I'm like You can't
0: wait that long.
1: Yeah, like what like what's a good year to have kids?
0: My dad had me when he was forty two. My mom was almost forty. So they waited a long time. And I have a older brother's five years older, so Okay. But so the first kid my dad was 37. 37. That's I can get in behind that. I'm twenty six right now. Wait like a nice decade.
1: Yeah. I feel like you're never ready. You know? Yeah. The thing is, I feel like, of course, we don't know anything about having kids, but right. every time I talk to someone, it's like, they're like, it's going to change your life, you know, like, and everyone says the same thing, or yeah, I say, I most people, I mean, some people are like, fuck I my fuck life, like, I'm like, why did I do <laughs> this, I do? I'm balding, I'm 25, <laughs> yeah, like, but I think everyone's like, you know, and maybe you gotta it goes, do it, you maybe, gotta do it, yeah, maybe it goes with like, when you know, when you start helping out more people and you get more into like a you know, philanthropy type. You know, life. And you you feel better about yourself, and you know, you kind of, I don't know, elevate. But anyways, I maybe I just, we're I can't at a, a
0: selfish point, and, and selfish so, not yeah. necessarily in a negative way all, all, all the time. I mean, you got to be fit for service. You know, you got to build up your strong structure so that you can become a man or a woman of just positive support, and then people can lean on you and then you can provide. Because sure. that's the eventual goal is to just, just shoot out love and protection and whatnot yeah. for others. Like, that's kind of the self-actualizational principle. Um, but right now, but to get to that point, you gotta, like, look into this guy and say, hey, what are these insecurities? Like, what's gonna, what's the weak link in the chain right here that's gonna maybe fold when you don't want it to? And, right. like, build yourself up to be a freaking beast. Here's the... <laughs>
1: Let's go. Here's another thing that I think is really interesting is, do people have kids for selfless
0: reasons? Go on.
1: I mean, I'm asking. Oh, okay.
0: Okay, you were asking. Because I was about to say, somebody asked me, well, why do you want to have kids? And I like, took me a while to get a good answer. Because I was like, well, no one... And he's like, is it ego? Like, do you want another little version of you running around? Right. That has to love you? Right. It's like, well, no, I want to – and you got to think about it. It's like one of the most special phenomena of existence. And like you said, everyone says the same thing. It's like, oh, I look into their eyes and, yeah, they're a son of a bitch, but I'm that bitch. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's – I just don't want to – no, come on. like That's that's like that's like one of the best parts of the roller coaster is, is having kids and – I don't know. For example, my – brother has evolved into this this beast that I, and just this really admirable figure that wasn't necessarily i knew was there before right. but now he's got his daughter it's, he's just this responsible loving caring dude right and it's it forces you to grow up pretty quick right because right and i mean adults are just kids who've grown up and like parents are kids who have kids so but it's it's just a cool little doohickey right know.
1: I guess I was just thinking the other day. It's it's. I was talking to my dad about it. I think that, you know, we talked about being selfish, and and you know, we're self, we're we're concerned with ourselves right now. For the exception of your family and you know people you love, but I think that even the act of having kids is a bit selfish for the majority of people. I think that like you know it's it's almost like marriage. You know, it's hey you know. You go to college, you get married, and then it's like, okay, all right, time to have kids. Like, I want kids now. I think it's, I think the act of having kids is selfish, and then you become self selfless in the process, like once you've had a kid.
0: Hmm.
1: I mean, of course, I've never had kids, so I don't know, but in my mind, I think for most people, the act of having kids is selfish. It's something that you want. You're like, okay, yeah, it's like time to have kids. I want, like, I want kids now.
0: Is selfish, is that a bad thing? No, I don't think it's a bad thing. Classically, it's like, oh, you're being selfish.
1: Right. I don't mean it in that way. You know.
0: So when you say having kids is selfish, because it's like, well, yeah, it's not like the kids are asking to be born. It's like exactly here's what I want. But if if a striving towards something that you want is selfish, like that's good. You right. Know, you you should want things. You should have goals. Right. You should try and do.
1: Like, my dad and I were having this conversation a couple of years back, and he said something about, you know, I like, I had you. You know, like, I raised you as a kid, and, like, I was, you know,
0: selfless. I didn't have right. to be born.
1: Right. And I was like, okay, yeah, you were selfless as a parent, and he would do anything for us. You know, likewise mm-hmm. for my mom. He's just the most loyal person. But I was like, and I I, I appreciate everything you do, but you having kids, was that, was that a selfless thing? I don't think so. Yeah, I think it's something that you, point. you know, like, I don't know if it's a selfish thing. It's like in the sense that hey, I want to bring this kid into the world. I know it's going to be really hard, but I want to bring this kid into the world so I can show him everything that I, you know, that he needs to be that that I did and give him that, you know, give him that chance. I think you want kids because it's a I think it's I think it's a self-interest that you it's I don't know. I don't I don't think it's a no, selfless I, thing to bring them in.
0: Do you, how do you feel about population control? Because if, if it's like a pretty selfish move is to have eight kids, if you're like this of a certain very low socioeconomic status, like, and you're just banging out eight or nine, like, you know what I mean? Like those yeah. families and there's actually a weird correlation between like, you would think because the most desirable mates are the most suitable, like the you know, wealthiest and most attractive, you know, what I mean? but it's a certain echelon of society. So the the person you want to mate with the most is the most successful across, you know, an economic field, across right. all fields. Right. But the the people that reproduce the most are the ones in the lowest socioeconomic field. So it's like a weird inverse correlation yeah. between what you would think. And it's like, I mean, what do you, what do you think about like China, for example, you can't have more than one child, right?
1: Right, oh, yeah, maybe one or two, one or yeah. two or something I think you're right,
0: wow, yeah. how do you think about that? I mean,
1: I don't know, it's weird, it's like you know what's what really works, and then what's like what's morally okay,
0: moral I right,
1: think, yeah, morally I, I say no, but
0: <sighs> but it would also be a little amor- because there aren't supposed to be this many monkeys on the on the the box, right, like eight billion. I mean, are they supposed to be because well, it happened? Right, I don't know. Right, but, right. but, I mean, the way that we're kind of treating our ecosystem is not necessarily sustainable, right? So if we're having more and more kids, h- how does this end well unless we kind of jump ship and go to, you know, Neptune? Yeah.
1: Is it not sustainable? You don't think?
0: I think the exponential rate of growth of Homo sapiens spells doom for the planet. Unless we figure out new resources and tap into the fifth dimension, you know, for to ch- pl- charge our iPhones. Yeah. How do we, I mean, all the oil, gas. And I mean, this is your field, right? Like environmental, like how can we, how could we sustain what's going on?
1: I think the human race, I mean, this is, we're getting like a little metaphysical, I guess. Let's or, you
0: know, do it.
1: But I think the human race is beyond capable of solving any issue. Like I don't think yeah right now and, <laughs> and, and, and like how we see things I don't think yeah you're so, oh my god like there's so many people if we continue on this exact same path you know we're we're essentially fucked but no like there's gonna be new resources for energy I think there's gonna be new ways to combat you know global issues that we see today I think that the like human like humans are just so incredibly adaptive that I think as a people you they're gonna they're we're gonna live for so long. I mean, unless we just get like destroyed just by below. an asteroid or something. Like, well, do nuclear
0: war? Yeah. might be an issue.
1: Like, yeah, no, that's true. But I'm. I, so let's just talk about global warming. Let's just say worst case scenario, global warming. I mean, global warming is you know is a thing, and I think the big thing was with global warming is how much. Human involvement is actually h- how much of it is due
0: in part to human what is anthropomorphic climate change? Right, Cata- anthropomorphic catastrophic climate change. Good word. Ding 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 ding. 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 Remix. Click <laughs>
1: But um, yeah. So let's just talk about that. Like, I think that even if that was,
0: you know, what's your background, by the way, for anyone who because this is your. You're, sh- you're an environmental scientist?
1: Engineer. Engineer. Yeah. There we go. I mean, same pretty much thing. But uh-huh. um, yeah, that's by... I studied petroleum in college, but I ended up going into environmental engineering.
0: Okay, good. Educate us, because I'm not...
1: Well, this is something I really don't know too much about, to be honest. I mean, it's funny. Like, Global warming is not something I have really read up on a good bit, but I'm just saying, just for example, let's say global warming is... Let's say all the ice caps melt and you have X you know, X amount more gallons or whatever volume of water that come in and flood all these land masses.
0: New Orleans is screwed.
1: Yeah, like, let's just say that's the case. I even think at that point humans are capable of dealing with that. Or just, yeah, it's just so amazing what we've done. We've, like, we persevered through everything. So, and even, like, temperature change. You know, you have, let's just say it goes up to your average temperature is 110 degrees I mean, unless you get into like your plants are totally dying off, I, I think the, hu- like, the human race is totally capable of uh, hmm. dealing with any issue that arises.
0: Isn't just Even logically if it's on that kind of grand of a scale? But isn't just if we because I think it was I'm going to butcher these numbers, but 200 years ago there was like five billion people. Now there's seven and a half billion. So in 50 years, like, isn't there an overcrowding issue that n- necessarily inevitably has to come to a head
1: yeah maybe yeah maybe so or do we
0: just then adapt and create this technology that blah blah blahs us into this
1: yeah i think we adapt also i think we become more efficient like i don't think in a hundred years we're going to be using crude oil to i mean i could be wrong but i mean look at look at like energy now so i had a textbook from 2004 that showed a pie graph on percentage of energy and what it was like percentage of energy of the all the total sum of energy that we use as a you know a person you know or you know people and then what that was coming from so take for instance i think that graph had renewable energy at like under 1% like hmm. you know solar and and uh, and i could be messing up those numbers but it was something extremely small and right. now it's at like 10 so, and that's over the course of, what, you know, 10, 10 years, or no, I'm sorry, 2004, so 14 years. Mm-hmm. But that's a big deal. So I don't think, yeah, I guess to my point, I think that people become more efficient. So, like, I don't think we're going to be on this exact same course in 100 years. I think we're going to have developed. be d- in
0: a different way that we couldn't even imagine. Yeah, so. I wonder what I the know. next, like, internet's going to be. Yeah. Because people, decades ago, like, all the science fiction, blah, blah, blah no one could, like, even considered that we would all be on this same network wherever we go forever at all times right so I wonder what the next like super breakthrough oh my gosh technology is gonna be It's kind of exciting yeah Do you, so you're you're an optimistic yeah, I am towards the future I am okay
1: it's not to say that I think it would be extremely hard to be able to figure out new ways to live if, you know, you have all these, like, you know, let's talk about global warming again, you know, flooded, all these land masses flooded. But I think that, yeah, I think I'm an optimist in the sense that I think that the human race can can figure out a way with any issue.
0: We've kind of done so, so far.
1: Yeah. With that said, I think we'll be extinct one day, you know, for some reason.
0: kind of have to be, right?
1: Yeah, the, the Earth Nothing historically is... <laughs> Yeah. I mean, every... Yeah.
0: Eventually, the sun, even before it explodes, as it's kind of imploding before it explodes, it will expand so largely that it will engulf Earth. Right. Just, just as far away as we are, just the freaking hydrogen, st- like, new <laughs> neuronical, fucking <laughs> quark. What is it? There's a neutrino, like, scenario. Um. Yeah. I mean we only have another couple billion years, I guess.
1: Here's another thing though. Are we gonna be here? Could we could we take our could we go our away? race and go to another sustainable planet? Is I hope possible? so, man. Can we pull like a
0: Of course we of course we we might. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I yeah, I guess I'm as I'm not a rocket surgeon, so I can't really speculate but
1: a <laughs> rocket surgeon. <laughs>
0: It's not rocket surgery, <laughs> Austin.
1: <laughs> it's not rocket appliances.
0: <laughs> but <coughs> I guess if the if history is any in nope, wait, my word. If history is any indication, then yeah, human beings we have problems and then yeah, apparently that's how capitalism works is like Oh shit! We kind of we're jumping up in the red pretty hard, but we're investing in technology, and boom! Now we invented this, and it shifts, and then we'll be good. And then it's like uh oh, and then agriculture thing now, and it's like yeah, space travel. So crazy!
1: I look at people before, like like just these amazing people who have done these amazing things. I'm like God, like what am I doing? You know, like like they have this like the old voice that
0: compares yourself to what what you th- think everyone else is, like, their best at, right? Yeah. And you're just like, I'm the
1: worst. Even when I'm, like, not even doing something destructive or, you know, ge- degenerative, it's like I'm just be sitting on the, like, sitting on the couch watching a movie. I'm like, am I a dick? Am, like, am I, <laughs> like, what am I doing for anyone right now besides, like... like
0: <laughs> do you have kind of a, a through-line principle, like a thematic mission statement of what you're kind of trying to do for the benefit of others?
1: I do. I have a mission statement, like a personal mission statement. Go on. Well, it's just, so one of my most influential books was a Stephen Covey book. I'm sure you've heard of it, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Uh-uh. And it sounds kind of, I guess the title sounds...
0: Kind of buzzfeedy. Uh, yeah. Dude, there, I mean, 12 Rules for Life, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Like, it's it's one of those, like, op- self-human optimization kind yeah. of scenarios. Fabulous genre
1: and it sounds a little bit power driven too like 7 habits of highly effective people but it's really a principle based book and one of the things on the book was um begin with the end in mind so that was rule you know is habit 2 mm and so in that it's i think the the big deal is and it's like any any goal that you set out it's like okay you want to have a focus like you want to have that focus you don't want to just be like driving aimless aimlessly you know so a big thing that he has with that chapter is um Having a personal mission statement, and it's mm-hmm. not necessarily goals. I mean, it is, but it's more like, hey, how do you want to define yourself as a person? And you can continuously reference that, so you don't go through these cycles of.
0: And it can be adjusted as you go along. You it, know, it absolutely, can and he really,
1: yeah, and he really advocates that. So yeah, so to answer your question, I do have a personal mission statement. Go
0: and, on. Are you allowed to say it out loud? You're um, supposed to say it aloud every day, right?
1: I mean, I can give you like a couple like things from it. I mean, it's it's pretty much just um, it's just a. I guess a montage of, like, quotes and 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 also just ways that I want to live. But, like, the first thing on my and, – and, and keep in mind, I don't – you know, it's – I'm I'm obviously Quit extremely flawed. Quit stumbling.
0: Just give it to me. Okay. Maybe nobody's perfect.
1: So the one thing is uh, a Woodrow Wilson quote. That's how I started, and it's talking about um, – god, I guess I can't give the quote, but it's, it's, like, I'm not here merely to make a living. I'm here to enable the world to live – you know, with greater vision, with, you know, with essentially I'm here to enable the next world to be better, you know, and that's, that's how I want to live. Like I, you know, it's so, for me, it's so hard to see, you know, I want to make money and I want to be successful. But really like the first thing for me is I want to, like, I want to give it a positive something. impact. Yeah. Right? I want
0: to, yeah. I get so frustrated with myself because sometimes I'll, that's like how I'm going. It's like, all right, money doesn't matter. Like materialism is, it's not real. Just be a good person and, and make people laugh. And, 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 and then other times I'm like, you got to make money. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're not making mm-hmm. enough money. Like money, money, money. And it's just so fucking yeah, schizophrenic almost. It's like you're just a totally different person when you're just beating yourself up. And then you're like, no, but remember peace and love and harmony and yeah. betterness. And it, I really struggle with that sometimes yeah you're like I'll just beat myself up like you suck yeah no what are you doing you selfish jerk ah yeah I hear you. my my kind of my goal for this year was to make 50 people laugh a day cause it's see it sounded like it would be hard to do you know philanthropic cause you're literally exploding people with, with physical joy right um and it's kinda how I wanna base my life like I wanna be a comedian I, I just wanna spread life and love and laughter of course so that was kind of my through line for this year. But That's 2019 is coming up. I'm tr- I'm trying to bump up to 100 people a day for next Ooh. year. Because honestly, to toot my own H, I, uh, I hit my my average if we're doing talking strict math in like April. So are you counting? Are you counting? I try to. I, tr- I try to actually like make 50 people laugh a day.
1: So, so you're logging it then?
0: It's hard to log that many, right. but you need to do stuff. I mean, you have to look at kind of numbers on on the side of things you produce, right? So, I mean, like this podcast. Hopefully, people can listen to this and just, you know, ha-ha, I never thought about it like that. Boom, like I got you. Like, yeah, yeah, one. So, you know, depending on podcast downloads or you write a little snarky Facebook post, and people can literally put haha as one of their, like, responses, right? But uh, it was the Chubbies commercial. That was my... In April, I mean, we got over like 100,000 views on that. So assuming that, you know, like 30% of those people actually laughed out loud when they saw it, which is kind of the trend of, you know, when I show people in person, you know, they always like it. Um, yeah, in April, by my math, I kind of overshot by like nine days my kind of quota for the year. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to, we need to go bigger and, and bolder and better next year, you know? We got to yeah. get even more shit going That's on. That's awesome.
1: So to go back to your question as far as you know what's kind of not the end goal, but what's your, like, what's your kind of meaning life to your life? Yeah, like, what, like, what's yours? I know, like, that's that's more a goal. So is, like your, is the meaning to your life to like just make people, you know, make people happy, and make people laugh?
0: I think so. I think the best kind of thematic statement, like we were talking about, is a difficult one that helps other people. So it's like got to be challenging because if it's easy, then like whatever. And yeah, it's got to be based. I think. When you come back to – there's a great Tim Ferriss quote. It's like, if you don't know how to make yourself happy, make other people happy. Yeah. And, like, you'll probably find some significance there. I mean, come on. When you, like, hook someone else up and you feel that and you're like, oh, yeah, like, life is cool. No, absolutely. I'm just trying to swim in that river for as long as I can, you know?
1: I also think – and this might be a side tangent, but I find that it's hard for – it would be hard for me to really help someone out if I'm not comfortable with myself. Or really like uplift someone else if I'm if I haven't hit a level of you know I don't know of, of where I feel like I should be at or you know does, does that kind of make sense or not really?
0: Another thing I wanted to say was you ideally can use your p- talents and passions in pursuit of this goal. Right? Yeah, of course. So is that what you're saying? Like you got to be your youist you got to be you at your uist. Kind of.
1: I, I guess more so. Like I think that. I think that if I wasn't – if if I was very insecure with myself or if I didn't feel like I was at a certain point, I think it would be a lot harder for me to help others mm-hmm. if I wasn't at that point for myself.
0: Yeah, like what we were talking about. You you have to build yourself up to a respectable figure if you want to do respectful things with other yeah, people, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, yeah. the guy who sucks, if he's like suddenly standing up saying, all right, I'm here to help you. It's like, mm, no thanks. <laughs> No, thanks, (laughs) 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 Jerry. (laughs) Boo. (laughs) Boo. Boo. Gross. Do you know your, your singing range, your vocal range? No, I have no clue. I have a quadruple octave singing range, if we're including falsetto. What does that mean? You know an octave, right? It's just... Really. You're a musician. You don't know what an octave is? I don't
1: know much about music theory.
0: Wow. Okay. I don't
1: even know if I'd call myself a musician. I love music and I play music. You just but.
0: jammed for three hours last night. You're a musician. Okay. But, you, so yeah, you have an A. Let's say this is an A. It's probably not, but for example. And then you go A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A. So A, A. Okay. Those are one octave apart. Like musical theory works in eights. You really don't know this? No. You look at a piano. There's eight white keys. There's seven white keys, and then Until you get it. to the eighth one, and it repeats, Over, yeah, right? Right. So that's an octave. So I a a. I gotta warm up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Before I get the full range, but um, oh no, music theory is cool, man. It's it's like math. Yeah. Which is the weird. It's just patterns. And, like, the people who are really good at sound, audio, kind of music, are are mathematicians. Yeah. Pretty sick.
1: No, it's awesome. I've, I've been getting into it, but I'm not, like, I don't know anything about what you just said. Like, huh. yeah. So, it's very... My, I don't
0: really catapult your uh, your music to the next L.
1: No, I, yeah, I, t- I totally agree. And I, it's, it's, like I said, it's something I'm getting into, but it's kind of weird because, like, when I used to play, now I'm really getting into actually practicing but used to i would just kind of like pick up a guitar and jam for like a couple hours and then you know mm-hmm. put it down but you don't really get anywhere
0: that way yeah so you're like trying to learn specific songs or
1: well, yeah and, and really music theory like I've, i just kind of started getting to actually learning scales and like i i i can pass to play with people like you know and, and i can kind
0: of groove with people so how do you you just listen by ear and you, you yeah, hear like yeah yeah Whoa. so like because that's confusing me. Someone will be like, all right, it's, it goes from A to F minor to G. And I'll be like, all right. And then I can look at the keyboard and, and jam that. But you just find what sounds good on yeah. the guitar. Like,
1: whoa. Right. And it's not like I immediately pick it up. Like, let's just say I'm playing bass and someone's like, all right, this one's in the key of A. Like, I know where, I, on the top string, like, I know where A's at. I know the chord. And so I can kind of, like, fool okay. around with it. But, like, and it's not, I'm not going to immediately just pick it up and start grooving with this dude, but yeah, you give me, like, five minutes, I can, like, give, like, a, you know, like, a somewhat tasty bass line. Or, like, a guitar, you know, like, riff or something.
0: Well, something to chew on, (laughs) something for the kids.
1: (laughs) Yeah, something to groove to.
0: Okay. Speaking uh... of
1: which, I want to say that uh, Dirty Frank by Pearl Jam, please jam it right now. It's... Amazing. No, 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 not even you, but just like.
0: Oh, oh, you listener. Yeah, yeah, you listeners. Dirty Frank by Pearl Jam. I was listening to it on the
1: way over and I was just like. Getting it? Oh my God.
0: Shout out to getting it while driving a car. That was one of the things I did not even think I would miss. I moved to Australia. Yeah. Five months. No, no driving. It's like whatever. I sold my car. I was like whatever. When I came back to New Orleans and I was like borrowing people's car until I could get my own. I was like, "Oh my god!" Just, just the feeling of cruising around, bumping your Drake, whatever your your kind of spirit animal jams are, and just, it's the yeah, there's best. something to it, it's man. The best. Aren't you a motorcycle guy? Did I totally make that <laughs> no. up? No, <laughs> I used to have
1: a dirt bike.
0: I think of you as a motorist. I don't know why, and I'm wondering that's probably not nearly the same. But just cruising around. Blacked out Escalade, <laughs> super dark tint, illegal, <laughs> black rims, and just, mmm. That's
1: <laughs> the best. Fresh. Wait, hold on.
0: What? <clears throat> Uh, 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 Mr. Steal Your Beef Uh, 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 Beef will steal your girl Uh, 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 uh. That was little Trace songs for all you ladies in the audience. You got anything you want to shout out to the ladies? Ah. You're a one-woman guy. Never mind. He's he's taken. Austin Smash is taken. Girls. Um, I don't want to ask you about your relationship. That's kind of personal. Unless you have any no, go any it. insight you want to share on it. Go for it. How long have you been dating this girl? Ke- Kelsey, we'll say your name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Angel. Yeah,
1: for going on four years.
0: Yeah. Four years. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Lessons from this relationship, <laughs> and uh, if we're on dicey territory, no, we don't good. have to go in this at all. I think
1: it's funny because I don't really talk about my relationship as much as far as like the dynamic. I, of course, like everyone knows, um, you know, with this. Woman, she's awesome, rock star just, like, babe
0: pre doctor. Like, amazing. looks like a Patagonia model stud. <laughs> Shout out hey, to Kelsey, yeah,
1: you know, it's like all those things and more. Just amazing, amazing woman. And just, I'm so lucky, but yeah, I, I never really talk about our dynamic as because we're two totally different people, but I never get that question. You know, like, what's what do you take? What's your takeaway? You know, <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, you yeah. talk about everything in your relationship in one sentence. What would, yeah. what would you say? But no, yeah, it's amazing
1: because I think that before I just absolutely had this like single mentality and that's hard to that's hard to get out of you know yeah. like I mean it's it's great like being single is awesome and I remember it like it's it's good it's pretty cool, and not just for the fact of being single and you know having the op- I mean, you know what I mean but like even just not Touching having beams. to <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's nice to be able to not have to worry about you know someone else and I get like that was a great part of being single. You don't have anyone else to worry about but yourself.
0: True. You can be a little more selfish.
1: Yeah, yeah. But no, it's like, it's amazing. I think that she's definitely very much so someone who's different than I am. Mm-hmm. But, and it's like, That's you know, it's right? It is. I think to me it is. Like, because I have a very, very, I have a lot of higher, like a very high energy for the most part and just very, like, I've noticed. Yes, as you know, like, extremely well, and so are you, and that's why I, like, love you so much. Yes, jive. We was. just jive as people, but. Let's go. Yes, but, yeah, she's just like, you know, just to say that cliche term, it's like she's like the yin to my yang. She ye. balances yeah, Yeah, she balances me so well. Like, where I'm not disciplined, she's disciplined. Like, okay. Where I just get crazy, she's like, okay, like, you know.
0: She'll and not down. to
1: say that she like douses my fire; she lets me be me, which is awesome. I mean,
0: you know, within she a steers the fire into the right yeah, direction. Yeah, she
1: guides. She guides the fire. But no, it's no, it's. Uh,
0: do opposites attract or do commonalities attract? I think both. Well, I think a I to fucking could, cop out. But yeah, okay. yeah, <laughs> know,
1: like, I know, but like, I think for me this works. But also, like, if I had someone with an equally as strong personality as me, would that work? Maybe not
0: maybe it's strong w- in in the same ways.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like um yeah, I don't I don't know if I it might work. Hmm. But I know that the more of Kelsey and I our dynamic is more we're different people but we complement each other. Hmm. Now would two very like like people, you know, do well, I'm sure. You know, but I don't know. Probably Interesting. Very situational.
0: So no uh no wisdom gleaned from past consternation or anything that we can tell our listeners about I mean like what a four year relationship like how do you how do you keep it fresh how do you keep it fun do you have yeah. to like do surprise is surprise like a a thing is like mixing it up a big thing i mean
1: yeah i don't know yeah i guess we like to i mean Not really. I mean, I don't think it's gotten to the point. So, we have been in a long distance relationship for three of those years. No, I'm sorry, like three and a half. Wow. So, we were together for about eight eight months. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, it was kind of crazy because she went to med school, you know. And I think before. I think
0: even if you're in the same city and you're dating a med student, it's a long distance relationship.
1: Right. Exactly. So, I mean, it's. I don't think we've really ever had to get to that point where it's like not fresh or we're having to figure cuz you creative. never see each other. Yeah, yeah, cuz <laughs> I mean like doing I mean for the most part doing the same thing when you see each other like you you know get together and cook and just like love on each other and mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, watch a movie or something like typical like Snuggles. that. Right? Like com, that never gets yeah. that doesn't get old because we don't, you know, we don't see each other that often. And not to say that's what we do exclusively because
0: it's not, but absence makes the heart grow
1: But yeah, so um Really hasn't hit that. But now she is finishing up her last year and she'll be placed in March. So, you know, in four months hopefully we'll be in the same city, so
0: You know about match day, right? Yeah. And have you ever like seen never, videos of it or anything? No. Dude, I went to my sister's match day and it was the most high stakes, high strung oh my god, it's they rent out this big, you know, beautiful auditorium hall. What is Andrew, <laughs> no, no, no. are there weird noises I came in here? I just ripped ass. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they they get in this big beautiful hall, and oh my god, you've been in med school for four years, and you're about to learn where you're gonna live for your next four years. Crazy, and how it's like sorority rankings like you you rate them and they rate you, and then right. they match you up, and everyone's so nervous because everyone's just obviously super smart and, and successful and so it's like a, there's a buzz in the room and it's nuts <laughs> and you don't know where you're going until they call your name and some places they'll do you have to read it up there for Tulane for my sister they give you an envelope and you can go back and open it at your where you're sitting Oh, you have hundreds of people to read it out. not for some places you don't so there's hundreds of people in this room and like we're sitting there and then oh like, these people right next to you will jump up screaming and crying. And then these people will, like, be running out crying because yeah, they didn't yeah, yeah. get what they want. And everyone's like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's it's truly... I just kind of want to go just, just to be a part of that energy. It's it's horrifying.
1: So the first time I was explained, that's odd. Uh, yeah, so... That's awesome. There are but dogs
0: the, that live upstairs.
1: Okay. The first time I was explained to this, I thought that everyone had to go up to this podium and you know essentially open up an envelope and like, okay, you've been placed here.
0: Some people have to do that, but and, I didn't. Yeah.
1: I didn't realize you were notified that whether you get placed or not, like a week before. So I thought the people, because you're not necessarily guaranteed to get placed. So right. I thought but like you people,
0: know you matched, right? And then you find out a week later. What
1: yeah. So I thought the people who didn't match still have to go up there, and it's like. Uh, Tim Jenkins. You You're have... a fuckboy. <laughs> <laughs> go home, you stupid bitch. Good luck next year, Chief. <laughs>
0: wait, what What does so, happen to med students who don't match?
1: I think they're just notified a week ahead and they just don't go to the ceremony.
0: And you get an MD and then you have to go on the black market and do...
1: Yeah, you just, like, chalk back up into the... you know, just thrown back into the pool and you have to just do it, you, you know... You wait a whole year? Better luck next year. Yeah, exactly. You do research or something to make you more attractive as a candidate and then... You go. I think. That, I mean, that's my understanding, at least. That's how what, what Kelsey explains
0: it. That oh, would suck. Oh my god! You know what's crazy? Doctors. What? And just the hours they work. Yeah. And just the millions of dollars they have to pay to go to school and whatnot. What a wacky scenario! It it doesn't make sense to me that the people who are in charge of fixing everyone are like working twenty four hour shifts and that kind of stuff. It's like, why don't we just hire more doctors?
1: Yeah, but a lot of them are working like eighty-hour shifts.
0: Right. Like what? Yeah. Like what is what does Kelsey want to go into?
1: Oh, you mean twenty-four? Oh, I'm sorry, twenty-four-hour shifts like per day. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, I, like I just you're mean, saying working a ton of hours. Right. Yeah, but some work like dermatologists or something. Right? You're
0: talking that's like, a cushy you know, little scenario.
1: Yeah, but I I think that that's great because I feel like I don't I mean I don't know much about it, you know, but I think that they have just streamline and master the way that you become a doctor. Like you're so edu- well educated for the most part these people who are coming out of there. It's just so impressive how much they know and how much they have like how much how great their potential is to know. Mm-hmm. So it gives me a lot of I don't know assurance to know that these people are like as driven as they are and they're going to be they're going to be tending to your health and your well-being. And I think that having too many people crowd that system would take away from that.
0: True. And what the hell do I know? But I guess I just have a lot of friends and family that are in healthcare, And, I mean, just the way that they... I mean, all right, yeah, I got to study for nine hours, more than nine hours a day. And you just have to memorize all this information. Are you really retaining all that? And then if you're working back-to-back 12-hour shifts, are you really in the best shape to, like, take care of yourself, let alone dozens of, you know, patients and whatnot? Maybe we should get a med student on here to comment, but it just—it seems horrifying to me. I just couldn't—I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. do that.
1: Well, I think it shows their aptitude. Like you know, yeah, I don't think they're retaining.
0: It's kind of just they're like getting know, hazed.
1: parts of a cell, or I mean, that's—I—I I feel like an idiot even trying to, you know. Oh, mitosis, You know, but you know what I mean, like just some crazy like nuance of medicine. Like, yeah, they're not going to retain everything, but I think it definitely defines their capabilities as an individual, hmm. and. It's kind of foreshadows how they are going to be in their specific profession. So if they go into internal medicine or if they go on to be uh, a surgeon, I think it kind of shows, okay, like they did so well here and they were able to do so much here. They're going to be able to learn exactly what they need to know to be a really good doctor in this facet of medicine.
0: My buddy was telling me how for surgery, for example, it was uh, plastic surgery, he was interning for an attending or whatever some fancy lingo and the guy was like yeah 95% of surgeries like you could do right now because it's like you have the directions right here and it's okay open the chest valve and then peel away the the liver or whatever right yeah. but the thing is when shit goes wrong when shit doesn't go to plan that's when all this kind of kicks in you have to, you have to r- realize the connection between the arteries and the the freaking lung and That kind of stuff, um, which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, at at that point and when it's most dire, that's why we need to like have these hardened beasts, you know, at the helm. Yeah, I'm just kind of creeped out by bodies. I don't like, I don't like, I like on the insides to be tucked away, nice and bowed, or you know, I don't like my spleens showing. I don't, I don't, I can do blood, but gut, like organs kind of gross me out big no, time absolutely could can you imagine walking into like their uh, cadaver lab
1: no
0: just a bunch of naked dead people no who have been formaldehyded that that's that really horrifies me just it's, slicing yeah like their back. this
1: person is just totally like dehumanized <laughs> like you're just like hey like let me throw you on a table and like but that's necessarily why we're so, that's why we're so advanced because we do this kind of you know I, mean, I yeah. feel like that's why we're so advanced because we do this kind of experimentation
0: imagine the the kind of first wave of people to start experimenting on corpses like yeah. in the whatever 1600s whatever it was oh billy's dead slap him on this <laughs> horse let's chop his balls off and
1: see see <laughs> like, what's inside i don't even huh? like billy anyways like
0: fuck <laughs> it now for me are you an organ donor yes me too. Yeah. Good for you. Might as well, right?
1: Yeah, like, Come I don't on. care. I say that, like, I don't care if you examine my body, like, that's fine, whatever.
0: Right, because you're, you you can't take it with you, you know, yeah. you might as well right. be a positive impact on, exactly. on this like, dimension.
1: Let me do something good before I
0: die. What do you think happens when we die?
1: Ooh, talk about metaphysical. I think that we all go to heaven. And it's a frat party, and there's eighty virgins. <laughs> Everyone's naked. No, it's a. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I. I like to think Yeah, I know
0: you don't know. Yeah, yeah. What happens when we die?
1: I like to think that. I like to think that we just all continue the growth and development. That's what I'd like to think. But I mean, obviously, I don't.
0: It, I, it's I don't definitely know. not nothing. It's not nothing, right? How could boring! Be. How boring is that? I know, but it could be. No, but it could not be. It could. Well, it's just. Blackness.
1: Absolutely. I think you're maybe, I mean, let, look at it from like a physical standpoint. Your energy could, you know, source some grass and then a cantaloupe eats that. And I guess, you know, indirectly you become part of a cantaloupe or something. But
0: Right. So I like that kind of, and physics explains, you know, this dimension. Who knows? And it doesn't even entirely do so. But yeah. energy can be neither created nor destroyed, right? Like there's still a net sum of right. energy is still X. Yeah. And so I kinda like the idea of like repurposing and, and whatnot. I, I think your ego that. probably goes away, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's not like like you don't go to heaven and you have all your memories still and you get to meet everyone you ever met. I don't know about that. Right. But gosh, consciousness.
1: It'd be pretty sweet though if it did. You know, you just like go to heaven and it's just like this dope place where there's no like no issues and you just like kinda of chill and like just do G stuff all day. <laughs> you're, like
0: Just jam and make love and <laughs> yeah. And then it brings you back and it's like, well, maybe heaven is a place on earth. <laughs> maybe we should just do that here. Like if that's the ultimate ideal. Which yeah. I think heaven is metaphor for, four. Four, four. Six six, 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 six. I think heaven exists in this dimension. Same with hell. Yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily a cloudy place, you know, up above where we go after the demise of our physical selves, but I don't know, man. I guess I th- I th- feel like we definitely don't all go to hell. No, I'm not buying no, that. No. Oh, you masturbated too many times, Timmy. Like <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna burn. <laughs> you're gonna burn forever. <laughs> Stop touching your penis. <laughs> I definitely don't think there's a superordinate guy with a beard sitting on a throne of clouds who like hates sex. Yeah, right? Uh, That's not the thing. What's going on? Pe-
1: it's so contradictory, too. You know, like, you have this guy who's all-loving. And don't get me wrong. I believe in God, maybe not necessarily like the Christian sense.
0: I'm the same way, baby. I believe
1: in God in this.
0: Like, Something's like, going on.
1: Right, right. But there's no way that guy has a like a hell, you know, as we define it. It's just, it's just it's dumb. It's a dick moves. I mean, it's like, if you actually believe in that, I mean, you know, whatever. You, you can have your beliefs, but I personally think it's dumb. It's very contradictory <laughs> to... What the Bible already says, and
0: isn't there no there's no mention of of hell in the Bible or something there's no mention of of something very important that we have kind of assimilate we i say that you know Catholicism or Christianity has kind of slipped in there, and I want to say it's it's hell ever, oh gosh I wish i I knew, but there is an important tenet that was not included and it was just kind of like smuggled in yeah, yeah yeah some of the more diabolical sinister theories of of catholicism are like because like you said some of that stuff is is like where'd you come up with that and doesn't isn't that a little <laughs> contradictory of other stuff that's in there <laughs> but it's like if you can convince people of this stuff you got them like you have complete power and control over them yeah it's, it's like, like if you can convince someone that they're the very essence of their their self is like bad and that yeah. that we have all the the answers and the healing potions right, right come right. with us oh like there's there's you'll live forever and that's cool like just do whatever we say uh give us all your money <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll take care of you um yeah they like sexuality right like how why would that be a bad thing well, who which throne god cloud <laughs> guy throne God. Wrong God. God. who would do that who would just slip that in i don't know i don't buy it i'm not buying
1: it. yeah it's like be a good person don't lie don't kill neighbors give us 10 percent of your income every month <laughs> you know it's like wait what Wait, wait, what was that <laughs> last one
0: and bow your heads pray for god's <laughs> blessing
1: Yeah, shut the fuck up back there. (laughs) Just put the money in the basket.
0: (laughs) Were you well, here's a scary scary thing to think about. The Roman Catholic Church, the wealthiest organization on the planet. You definitely gotta stop doing that with the foot because that's definitely picking up all the audio. Think about one church in Baton Rouge, New Orleans. Um here, I'll three of this water because he's giving me the um priceless just that architecture stained glass windows oh. oaken pews gold altar how what are hundreds of thousands of those on the planet Vatican's got its own country it's like a castle immersed in 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 miles of 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 wall, like barracked borders and and gorgeous domes and like in the S- like Sistine Chapel, and just think about the monetary value of all the assets of the Catholic Church. Yeah. Whoa, that's a powerful org.
1: Right. You think it's a bad thing?
0: I don't know. Kind of. Uh, yes, maybe. Yeah. I don't want to say the Roman Catholic Church is a bad thing, although there are many who would argue the net positive, or uh, the the net effect of religion on humanity has actually been a negative. Because think about all the wars and think about all the the abuse and and just kind of bad stuff that's gone as a result of kind of dogmatic (laughs) ideologies. But I just think I had never thought about it before. I was like, oh yeah, like there's this little group on the planet where, you know, everyone's kind of nice and they're trying to be good peeps. But it's it's just someone brought up to me the, the, the stark observance that they are sitting on some cake.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's one thing about cathal. I mean, I think that it just gets a it gets a really bad rap because how like how easy is it for you to hear something about you know a, an alleged like or you know a a proven actual uh, right you know like a priest touching a little boy or something like you know I hate to bring that up but you know like, that's well horrible, doesn't that right?
0: kind of need to be
1: brought up? no it does it does but I'm just you know you hear that and you're like, oh my God, and you hear this, like, historically, the Catholic Church has done a lot of stuff that maybe is really, you know, messed up. But also, I think it's really easy to overlook all the good they do. I mean, like, look at what the, in Louisiana alone, like, look at what the Catholic Church does for these people who are underprivileged and, like, the things they give to people. And I think that very much outweighs, I think especially the Catholic Church or just, churches in general now, I think it's a great thing. I think it's wow, like, okay. yeah, because I mean, I don't think the average person is especially like look at like, I don't want to go into this, but I think the average person, I think they, I think they kind of need that, like some type of guidance to say, Hey, look, this is what it takes to be a good person. Like, why yeah, don't you? Yeah, but
0: can't do- you extract the good without the bad? Do you, do you need no, an because... entire organization of tens of thousands of molestations? Like, yeah, it's bad. It's not, it's, uh, like, yeah, I, I mean, just think it's. If, if I don't know if you could say it outweighs the... Because, I mean, everything's subjective and whatever, but, dude, like, we gotta stop that part of it. Right, right, right. And, right. and and I I don't know, it's dicey and it's unpopular, but, yes, they do a whole lot of good and whatnot, but is it based on this kind of dark, like, energy that's kind of, it, it, it has to be ex... X somethinged in like this horribly unhealthy way like does it it doesn't have to be like that right i mean yeah if there were any other organization like if nike were if those employees were like raping children we would be like whoa stop and we would put an end to it immediately but it's it's a different organization it's got this kind of cloak it's got this force field protection over it where it's like oh it's a religion so 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 we can't go there. We can't touch that. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't. I don't like that.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it's not like they're immune to. No, I mean. I yeah, think, they are.
0: You think the Catholic Church can do whatever it wants? Obviously.
1: Well, no. I mean, no, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I don't know enough about the Catholic Church to sit here and defend them. I don't know how many cases they've had, like you know, specifically with sexual abuse. So you know, and I, tens I think it's,
0: of thousands. Is of, it really that much? It's a bunch, and yeah. those are the documented ones. And this is a. 1,900-year-old organization. Sure.
1: Well, if that's the case, I'll just say that that's, like, absolutely horrible and that's just disgusting and gross and I I hate that anyone is that sick <laughs> to have to do that. But I just... I think that religion... I mean, I guess we're maybe hopefully still staying on topic here, but, like, I think religion... There are no topics to stay yeah, on. Yeah. But, Go like, religion everyone. in general, I think, is, a, is for the most part a good thing. Have there been wars because of it? Yeah, absolutely. And that's horrible. I mean, people are, you know, especially people in power, they're just dumb. I mean, like, why would, you know... But I think as a whole, yeah, for people who are maybe less educated or need that guidance. Because I mean, I think you or I, I or a lot of people that we surround ourselves with, you can think for yourself. You can have those ideas and you can kind of discipline yourself to be a good human and not, you know, just totally run amok. But I think that for a lot of people who don't have that type of education base, especially back in the day when you don't have the resources we have now, I think that was a necessary thing. Now, do they do a lot of stuff that's like, really shady yeah and like just disgusting like we were just talking about yeah i mean look at like just take a step back from the bat you know look at like the baptist church you know like i'm sure or any other church i'm sure there's a lot of corrupt officials who you know who do that same you know thing or just take money you know and you know do a lot of shady stuff and and, in in the and do it behind the church you know
0: Mm -hmm. But we don't have to we don't have to stay on the yeah, religion yeah. bashing topic but in closing I think let's extract all the good stuff love honor thy mother and father love that you know don't kill people don't steal stuff I think that's that's cool but sure. but I don't know I I wonder if like dogma is pathological like that i things like you have to believe this because it's we say it's true and because that's the way just trust us like, okay, this is cool. And a lot of people be like, Okay, sure. Right. But I think we need to empower people to think for themselves, think what their the repercussions of their actions are, how does it affect their immediate society? I think we can go a long way by learning that. Absolutely.
1: And I think in theory, like that would be, you know that would be the, the end all. Like everyone think for yourselves. This is, you know, be principle based. You can, you know, you don't, you don't need religion to be a good person, but I think, in practicality, I think it's, it's good for a lot of people who don't have that type of education.
0: Yeah, some sort of systematized governing yeah. moral compass.
1: Right, like you, you're able to, you know, you're able to interest, you know, you have self introspection. You can, you can see, you know, you can say, oh man, I was an asshole today. You know, mm-hmm. for this reason, you know, I don't think a lot of people can have that type of conscientiousness.
0: For the most part. I mean,
1: maybe they are. But in my mind, I don't think that the majority of people on this earth have that level of conscientiousness where they're able to kind of look at themselves and say, hey, look, I was an asshole for this reason, or I'm not a good person for this reason. Yeah. More live instinctually.
0: And honestly, I mean, and we won't go here, but there's like not just Roman Catholicism, but Islam seems like there's a lot of dicey shit going on there, too. It's like... I'm bashing everyone, folks. Don't <laughs> don't get mad at me. Um, we kind of talked about the end of life, or so we think. Let's talk about the beginning of life, because I was talking while we're just being super uh, controversial and taboo. Yeah. Where do you think life begins? Because some, you could I could follow certain arguments to saying like, if you masturbate, that's murder. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. like, so where in the the chain of Sexual intercourse or whatever, intermeiosis mingling. Where does life begin? Is it the, f- the s- second trimester of pregnancy? Is it the moment Ooh, of of okay. conception? Is <sighs> it that's tough?
1: I say before it comes out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Before okay, before you they poop it out.
1: Yeah, I think you have a living being inside you. But if you're talking I mean, if we're talking about. You know, we're talking about abortion. I yeah, I think that. You know, of course, I mean, it's not always a question, but like we're talking about that. Yeah, I know it's a really like controversial topic. I think that.
0: A but here's woman- the thing: it, things should be able to be discussed no matter what, yeah, right? Yeah, like freedom of speech, the importance of because if you if you sorry if you shy away and say, "Oh no, like, let's not talk about," then it kind of gets this weird energy to it, and yeah. then and then how do you you have to be able to talk about everything? Okay, you don't necessarily have to like scream offensive things but all sure. ideas should be discussed that's true right so d- sure. so don't feel don't feel bad
1: so my opinion is that a woman's that 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 is a woman's right to be able to decide oh yeah and so ultimately whenever that is you know from conception until right before that thing comes out i think she has the right to decide now like my personal opinion like and i think that really pre- i mean i think that takes precedence over like I mean, it's just crazy to think that someone else who is not that woman can decide I personally believe that if you are you know pregnant that you should have the baby but I think my views subside to whatever woman, yeah, yeah that woman's her temper right exactly definitely
0: the fact that Uncle Sam gets to helicopter down and say no like yeah. here's what I say because right. of my lack of separation of church and state it's like whatever yeah um what about you i I definitely, I'm definitely (laughs) pro-abortion. That's that's how you get pro-choice people. That's how you get them to say, oh, oh, so you're (laughs) pro-abortion.
1: Oh, you would. You would be.
0: No, come on. Pro-choice, 100%. Who am I to tell you what to do with your body? I think it's kind of dicey if you, but I'm I'm just, I kind of love drawing attention to the arbitrary nature of our morality systems kind of in like these kind of darker murkier corners because it seems to be pretty dicey to to commit abortion if it's like third trimester or whatever right if if there's a heartbeat and and all this kind of stuff right but it's like so what make you kind of have to just arbitrarily draw a line based on on your own disgust sensitivities i guess because because like I can definitely get on board with just – with not committing insemination and, and not fertilizing the egg. I think that's cool and like that's not murder or abortion and then when – but it's still on the same continuum, right? It's on the same spectrum. Yeah. Over here, all the way on the left is like two people who aren't even looking at each other and all the way over here is a baby is born right. and yay, happy. It's a girl. Yeah. Her, you know, Pink confetti everywhere. Where – is the middle where it's like okay now you have to have it now you you can't have it. No, I get that. And I guess I just realize it's such an uh, an arbitrary line to draw. I guess you just gotta draw lines because that's how you make decisions. Um.
1: Yeah, it's definitely more real when you you know you get what's what's the thing where they put the they put the machine on your belly and
0: uh, it's called a. Oh, come on, I should know this. You <laughs> want
1: to say mammogram, but I know that's...
0: Yeah, like... it's mammogram. <laughs> and that's something with, like, a... No, it's ultrasound. Ultrasound. Yes! 20 points for right, Gryffindor. I don't
1: any no any of this kind of stuff. But yeah, ultrasound, like, I mean, if you're seeing this baby, and it like, yeah, it's, like, formed, and has a heartbeat, like, you're like, yeah, okay, this thing's developed, and it's more, you see it as a human being, whereas, mm-hmm. like, it's like a little teeny, like, pee. You're like, all right, you know, is this really, like, is this, like, anything yet, but...
0: Right, but aren't those funny kind of parameters to draw. Yeah. It's like just based on what you're like seeing. Yeah. And I mean someone across the world might be like, no, like if it hasn't been cons- like pregnant what's the word? Because it hasn't crowned, then like out of way, out of sight, like fine I don't know. It's dicey. I Yeah. Just use protection. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> yeah. That's why I always pull out mom. <laughs> come on. Come. on. knuckles, 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 Ooh, you're listening to 10Beef.5, The Magic Hour. <laughs> Had a little pee break, folks, but now we're back. Feeling sexy, feeling confident. Uh, Mr. Pash, what was the last fight you've been in?
1: Um, I was 2011. I was a freshman in college.
0: 2011?
1: No, it wasn't. It was actually after that. I got in a skirmish at a bar. I was walking by. Skirmish. And this guy who I never saw in my life, he must have like thought I was someone else. It's kind of like bumped into me hard like where you'd know for sure like he did it, you know. He purposefully. got an issue. And I was like, "Okay, whatever. Let it go. Got a drink."
0: How big's this guy?
1: Maybe a little taller than me. Just uh. like about my height, you know, kind of like stocky. Your height? Like, yeah, you know, that's, that's it. Right. My height? Height? I said height, huh?
0: So I said height. Anyway, keep Sorry, going. that's
1: <laughs> weird. About my height and um he yeah he like bumped it and he whatever go get a drink come back go get another drink and he does it again and so I just walked up to him and kind of put my forehead on his forehead and like bounced him off whoa and then one of his friends came in with a bow what the bowed f- me in the face but it was one of those where like I was so amped up that it just didn't even do anything like I just Can't like, even feel it. came across my face and I just made eye contact with this guy and it was like with all his that's friends that's so right? sick
0: I love that move and it's I was like it's like what? Uh, oh, what? Was a butterfly giving me eyelash yeah, kisses, yeah, yeah, or was that your boat?
1: And it was. And I don't fight. Like I just, I've never been a, an aggressive drunk, or mm-hmm. you know, been that kind of yeah. Person. But if
0: people are fucking with you, you gotta. Right.
1: But I remember this vividly. I in the back of my mind, I was like, he was with all his friends, and my friends were at the other side of the bar. I Had no clue what was going on. I just remember thinking, like, I don't know what's gonna happen to me, but this dude who just bowed me in the face is going to get destroyed before. Like <laughs> I just remember, like I was like, I don't, I did not care about anything else, and so.
0: Yeah. Wait, so there was a, an abeyance? Like, a, there was a an off period?
1: Like, where just everyone's like, oh my god, like, what's going on? Kind of like surrounding, you know, like, making a circle.
0: Okay, so it's not like y'all disconnect. Like, it's, alright, we're still in the scene. Right, right, right. All right.
1: So, I just, I remember I get this dude in a headlock and kind of... The bow dude. Yeah, the bow dude. And then finally, I, I get him, like, by the legs, and I just drop this dude right on the concrete. and Kind of, like, start going off on him. Like, I'm on top of him, just like, whatever. And then meanwhile, all of his friends are like "Hit me in the back of the head. Been but, there. But it's so crazy because it's totally unaffected. It's like you're just like so amped up and you're oh, like, yeah. you know, so pissed off that it doesn't even affect you. And it's like, oh my, it, it's kind of scary. Like if you get to that point and, you, you know, it's not like I was just, you know, it, the guy ended up being okay. I mean, it's not like he had sent to the hospital I think Right. Yeah, it was funny because
0: were I, you by yourself? Like you didn't have backup?
1: I was. Everyone else was on the other side of the bar,
0: right? Uh.
1: And so, I mean, it gets gets broken up probably in a, you know thirty seconds. You know, not of course like most fights, but
0: thirty seconds is is a long time. And maybe that's
1: generous. I mean, it's probably mm-hmm. on them for like a good fifteen seconds. Okay. Anyways, whatever. So we get uh, we go out at the bar. I think I knew it was a Jails. And, uh, Love it Yeah shout out I got shout out But um And so They all get kicked out And I got to stay in Which is great It was more like a Hey like fuck you You know Wow mm-hmm.
0: Because you have deep You're going deep, <laughs> deep with boys deeper, Yeah deeper
1: yeah. connection. Yeah. Dude it's
0: so wild you say that So many things I, I connect with there I've been in the exact same scenario Like uh, my mistake was to bring the gentleman to the ground during like a melee you got to stick and move you do not but my wrestler instincts kind of yeah. took over i did the same thing like double leg takedown that's what i always do i because al- no one's a getting expecting to get picked up and body slammed yeah, on the right, ground, right, right, right? right so shocker i was kind of wailing on this dude i was on top of him his boys are behind me just crow hopping just blasting <laughs> me in the back of the head i'm not even like really focusing on him I, I get up, kind of hear sirens like, and I'm walking away, and my jaw's broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, like My left top teeth and my left bottom teeth were touching, but my right top and bottom ones weren't. So it was kind of like this. Yeah. And I was like, I was hoping my, my teeth had shattered because I heard you have to re-break a jaw. If a jaw breaks, you have to re-break it again <laughs> to set it in place, which just sounded so painful. <laughs> So, But no, my jaw was broken. Um, And then uh, I was thinking of this one fight outside. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh.
1: What started this?
0: Dude, it was the dumbest thing in the whole world. I was walking home with a babe. Sup? (laughs) And the dude. (laughs) With a babe. (laughs) Sup? And the dude who was giving us a ride home was like 50 paces ahead of us he was just walking to his car yep. he's outside a mellow mushroom <laughs> it was, wasn't so mellow that <laughs> <night>. <laughs> but um I, i'm kind of like talking with said babe and i look up and there's like five dudes screaming at my friend and he's screaming right back a big dude like six four like stud and i'm like oh gosh i run up i'm like whoa whoa, whoa. Just, instant fight just breaks out no reason start swinging and attacking us and so I was like alright here we go and like I said I took this one to the ground which I fatefully learned is not the play I mean if it's a one on one go for it go, yeah yeah you know, yeah pick use your strengths but I'm just not uh, a striker necessarily it's yeah, not my training same. so um, I just kind of botched that and apparently because my wisdom teeth were still in it kind of weakened your jaw just because cramming more stress into a a finite system you know what I mean it yeah, just weakens yeah. it that's what my uh, maxillofacial surgeon told me anyway, um, so that was a bad move.
1: So it's yeah, it's a, a dumb start though. Like it's just the a most lot of testosterone. T-
0: what Tigerland is the dumbest place? I yeah. mean, we I've talked about this so many times on the podcast, but it's like what I think would be the best is if they put an octagon in the neutral ground. Oh god, and they have yeah, the like referee. Right there in the yeah, and it's like instantly, and you had to go if you're like causing a a ruckus the referee runs and, God oh, all you guys gotta fight. <laughs> yeah, and then like, yeah, yeah, yeah. boom, boom, boom. You can pick your weapons. <laughs> like, alright, swords? Fine. Uh, mace? Let's go. Uh, and then you just had to freaking do that. No like, cheap shots, no jumping. Like, if you have yeah. an issue, which I don't know why you do, maybe your issue is that you're a dick and you're just drunk and you need to get your ass beat because right. that's happens. Yeah, yeah, then you sure. just go in this kind of fair arena. But Tiger the dumbest place ever. I was gonna say, What was another... I don't know how these things ever start. It's just a bunch of morons hammered, but it was uh, Bama. It was Bama game day, or maybe it was the night before. Yeah. And I'll never forget this dude's face, but there was... These Bama guys were just being such tools, and it was right outside JL's. And I was with one of my buddies, and and a little, like... What was the word? Skirmish broke out. A little ruction, and like blah 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 and the kind of cops come and it was all these dudes fault i do remember just being inf- infuriated because these guys had just picked a fight and being so horrible and like made the first move and everything and then they like get away and they did such a bama boy job of like talking to the cops and like oh uh, just like that sleek frat kind yeah, of yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. entitled oh uh, and they get in the car and they're driving away and this dude's face and he goes he like sticks his tongue out and like goes ah, at me like we wait, wait. and I, I was like blood boiling with anger, man. I was like so mad, but yeah, what a what a weird place.
1: God, did you not like hop in your car and immediately chase this guy like down to his house, scope it out for a couple nights? <laughs>
0: and Just like <laughs> it was like just one of those moments where you're just defeated and you can't yeah you can't, can't do like do about. nothing. <clears throat> Makes me. Gives me the Ghibli's just thinking about it. Oh, gotta hate Bama. God, I hate Bama. Oh, and they're so good, and they're always so good, and they're going to be... <sighs> Aren't there some sort of checks and balances that need to, like, occur? Right,
1: right, like uh, the draft system or...
0: Right, like, how come... And I Nick Saban's my top three least favorite people in the world.
1: Yeah, he's so good.
0: Nick Saban, DJ Khaled. <laughs> DJ Khaled. And wait, who's my number three? I forgot. It's either the dude from Parks and Rec who's always screaming in the, like the last two seasons, with the lazy eye. Is it him or is it? I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm becoming a less hateful person and I'm forgetting my my lists. But I don't like those three people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Never seen Parks and Rec. Wow, I'm not up on pop culture. I'm not like I'm just.
0: Dude, Parks and Rec, it's like The Office times ten. Yeah. It's like The Office, but it doesn't have fucking Michael Scott in it. People get mad at me for saying this, but I, I can't say Michael Scott. I respect him as a performer. I appreciate his innovation in just creating a whole genre of humor. It's like the uncomfortable, oh my god, cringeworthy humor. I, I Okay, yeah, kudos, snaps for you, man. But it just makes me feel so horrible. I hate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Parks and Rec takes the kind of Office mockumentary style, but it's a little more... They like get out of the office way more and it's it's hilarious. Yeah. Rod Swanson Tom Haberford, Andy Dwyer, April Ludgate, come on oh, I love me some parks and Rick. But um what were we saying before that? Something sick, I forgot.
1: Went into fights and then we talked about No, I was
0: gonna say something dope. Bama.
1: I heard about Bama for a second. Nick Saban, three people you don't like the most.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Who are the people you hate the most? Who are you? Dude, that was a nice recollection. Yeah. yeah, Dude, yeah swam the, right the, back that. there. Um, um, who are your least favorite people? Like, who do you want to just rock in the face?
1: Probably Donald Trump. I know that's really <laughs> controversial. <laughs> no, that's a great but one. I just freaking you know, buffoon. It's just, you know, and, and this is what I don't like about how people take this is that you say you don't like someone then and then you it's like it's like you most people think okay you don't like them then you don't like anything about them you know i'll give the man credit he's done a lot of things for the country but i just do not like his character i think he's a shitty person i think that he's a moron yeah i mean like the country right now is doing well and i mean yeah if you want to chalk that up to him that's great and i you know just whatever your opinion may be i think he is a good executor and i think he's I don't know. I just do not like his character. So that's number one. Mm-hmm. Right. Number two. Uh, who's the guy from North Korea?
0: Oh, Kim Jong Un. Let's go, Kim Jong Un. Oh, number Il. two. Yeah,
1: Kim Jong Il was I think his dad.
0: Kim Jong Park. <laughs> Kim Jong Il. It messed mean, up. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> goes back to the whole everyone's offended (laughs) over everything now. Are you are you not allowed to like impersonate an Asian person's voice (laughs) in like a stereotypical way?
1: I have a ton of Asian friends. Shout out Dude, I got
0: so many Asian friends, like I can make (laughs) Is that the rule? You have to have a certain
1: (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, I'm I mean I'm not racist. (laughs) That's Uh, number that's number two.
0: Okay, dude, your answers are way better and more like (laughs) Anthropological in <laughs> mind
1: And you're like Denzel Washington I just don't like The way he acts anymore You know like, He's totally lost it
0: Apparently he's pretty racist <laughs> And a jerk
1: Yeah Um Lauren Hill apparently Is really racist Lauren Hill Who's Lauren it? Hill the singer But really Just an amazing singer I'll just totally look Past all that Cause she's <laughs> just so amazing
0: There is this Kind of weird I sometimes wonder If I can ever be A truly great artist Without being, like, pretty insane. Or if anyone can. There's that kind of dynamic of, I mean, Freddie Mercury or, I don't know, say whoever you will. Like, they have this unimaginable charisma and talent, but that's because their life is kind of being barely held together. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so like, can you be, like, that creative without being a little insane?
1: What about, like, Eric Clapton or? B.B. King or someone.
0: I mean, Eric Clapton's, like, son fell out of a window, right? Like, he was a man. And that was after he was Eric Clapton already. But That's true. But I'm talking about, I'm like, raging, the charisma,
1: yeah, but- like, you just having, like, uh, unmatched personality, you
0: know. But, like, doesn't something gotta give? Doesn't something kind of somewhere have to? Yeah, probably, I guess, for Like, most people artists. who are super geniuses are also, like, nerd, Like, c- can't be particularly social, right? I mean, nah, not always, but.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's exceptions. I see the- what you're saying. Those,
0: like, great greats. It's like, you don't you kind of have to be a little nuts? Yeah,
1: like, do you have to have this grand personality kind of to fit that bill, almost, type thing?
0: Yeah, or just is one part of you so accelerated that necessarily something's got to give oh, elsewhere? Oh, yeah,
1: then I yeah I totally agree with that. I don't know. Yeah, like, the people who did these great things, I think that maybe, maybe their family life was shit, or maybe mm-hmm. they had no morals. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think if you're that good and focusing that much time on one certain thing, I think that other things have to give. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure.
0: Do you have any kind of who are your who are your favorite artists? Like your 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 big personalities? Like your heroes?
1: Yeah, I don't know. You go first. I'll think about it.
0: For me, I mean, my favorite performer of all time is Jackie Chan I think there's no match for his physical hilariousness and just just freaking talent like yeah the things that that dude has done with his body with his choreography and
1: does his own stunts right?
0: oh yeah yeah dude he does it. he I just watching him it's like that, if I could kind of take anybody's talent it would be Jackie Chan yeah, yeah yeah I would love to be able to just do Dance, fight, goofs yeah, right, for a right. living. God, that's what I want.
1: I just watched The Foreigner, by the way. Okay. Have you seen it? No. Jackie Chan movie.
0: The Foreigner. The Foreigner. No, I have not.
1: It was like highly recommended, and don't get me wrong; I don't want to take. A look I've from probably Jackie seen Chan.
0: scenes from it. Okay, but but go on.
1: It's kind of disappointed <laughs> because, like, dude, tell guy. me about your hero. Oh. <laughs>
0: not a huge fan of his I love work. Jackie. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to discredit <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: not trying to discredit Jackie Chan. He's the man. Like I totally agree. Like he's the man, but I don't know. I was this this movie came highly recommended and I was like, oh, okay. Okay. You know, Tell me
0: what you didn't like <laughs> about it cuz maybe he wasn't producing or directing. Maybe this was someone else's movie that he was performing in.
1: That's true. I don't know. I'm big I'm big on acting. So when I see like these action-packed films that are just shitty acting, I'm like, okay. It's not cool. Even though it's not supposed to be that kind of movie. I always like I'm always like An God, unbelievable
0: performance so will always take you out of it Yeah That's what you kind of your most important job as a filmmaker is to right. make sure your actors are right on Yeah Plus I'm
1: such a I can really pick apart a movie like if there's a lot of a lot of things don't add up mm-hmm. I'm just like but I notice it in You mean
0: story wise? Yeah So again that's a script that's the screenplay the author's job it's not Jackie Chan's fault Right Unless he right, was right. a screenwriter Right But t- So tell me about what you didn't like about this movie Let's dissect this
1: well, that's there was too many flaws in the storyline where like essentially you could have solved the issue with like a like a simple thing and then the why
0: didn't the eagles just fly Frodo <laughs> to Mount Doom? <laughs> yes, exactly. <and>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I will say Jackie Chan is the man because he's so old and he's still like you said he's
0: okay. So he was older in this. This is a more recent one.
1: Yeah, it's like came out probably in the last two years. I oh, think. okay. Yeah. So, The Foreigner.
0: You're, you see the Karate Kid or wait, was that the remake? The yeah with the with. Mini, Mini Will Smith? Yeah, I have it. Is it good? Oh, dude, it's good. So Jackie Chan's basically Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. Wait, no, what was the name of that? It wasn't the Karate Kid. It was, um. God bless me. If only there were some sort of internet that we could look this up on. It's not the Karate Kid? Maybe it's the Karate Kid. I don't know. But Jackie okay. Chan plays the kind of Mr. Miyagi type stuff, and he's like still old. And I mean, you can – and part of why I love filmmaking so much is you can kind of really – make action sequences very thrilling just based on editing techniques and cinematography and stuff but the dude still got it but i'm talking like have you ever seen drunken warrior or drunken master uh-uh like jackie chan when he's like 22 yeah yeah he's ripped up always shirtless dude there's a whole movie where there's like a, a, fi- a style of fighting where it's like drunken boxing mm-hmm. where you're sub- I don't know if you're supposed to actually get drunk, but it's a martial art where your moves are so non-sequitur, so random that it's kind of hard as an opponent to know where you're going to go because you're like always shaking around, like looking yeah, yeah, like you're yeah. about to pass out. And then bam, and you like whop, like quick jabbing. It's fascinating. You got to watch some Drunken Master class. Oh, I'm down. And just, dude, ah, I just love his fun use of, of his body. And, and he always uses like the scene like if there's a ladder like Jackie Chan will beat the shit out of people with the refrigerator yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Right? he's oh, I just I just like him.
1: yeah huge rush hour fan
0: oh how can you not be yeah. come on except maybe the third one I don't I must have seen the third one as forever ago but how many times is your third installment of something gonna be yeah well here we go yeah now we're contradicting what we said in the past your third draft sure. not as good <laughs> yeah, as your yeah. first
1: draft. That's
0: true. There we go, older children. I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you Rush Hour three. There we go. go. There, there we go, go. again. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. So you're not supposed to steal like. We can't sing other people's songs. Yeah, yeah. And then make money off of it based on like ad ad sales and whatnot later. Yeah. So, because of copyright and blah blah blah. Are there any original ideas? I don't know. But uh it would be a because I would I would just want to sing. But when we hang up, let's let's go jam with Pink Hamel, honestly. We can hear. Down.
1: It. Down. Let's yeah. go leave.
0: All right, well then uh Unless there are any other juicy philosophical conundrums you got, any problems with society you want to address, any uh, riddles, any jokes?
1: Society's good. No jokes. Maybe.
0: I don't know if I agree with either of those <laughs> segments, but...
1: Society's good for me, I guess.
0: Fair enough. All right, well, then my last question is how can we make the world a better place? Duh. I can go first if you want me to. You go. God damn it! I forget. I'm supposed to like preload these things. I had a couple of goofy ones I wanted to say, like, leave us a review on iTunes or <laughs> something. But and you know what? That might make the world a better place if a if a funny, spirited show about intellectuality is high more highly rated in the marketplace. Maybe that would benefit. I don't know. How about um do random acts of kindness that's a good one there was a kid who gave a a public speech in our public speaking class 2013 or something or other and he's got some sort of systematized thing where he he'll go and i tried to absorb this on wednesdays i try and wink and smile and do a random act of kindness Cause how cool is it if you know you just someone buys your coffee yeah no, service, awesome. or just some like kind of random and it's like it kind of takes a little bit of putting yourself out there it's a little, little weird at first but you can kind of just make someone's day by just some sort of just blind generosity I think that's kind of cool 100%. so how about how about you try and make a random person's day today folks what about that one that's a good one all right.
1: Okay, I've come up with one, and I think it's, don't take yourself so seriously. I think that's a really big one. Like, I mean, of course, like, try to laugh and, like, try to enjoy yourself, but even if you can't, or it's, like, I feel like, just don't, like, don't take everything so seriously. It's not as big. Right. I had this problem all the time. It's like, don't, like.
0: Get over yourself. Yeah, just
1: don't worry about it, and, like, it's not as big of a deal as you think it is. Not even close.
0: And life's just a, a big game. It's a big goof. Like, relax. Like you ever, no, I, I have the same problem. I'll just beat myself up and just gang Whoa. up on myself. It's like, what are you doing here if you're not trying to just have an inspiring, fun life? It's like, and of course, we're going to relapse into those moments necessarily, but stay positive and, and, and just get over yourself. Like, your little insecurities and your problems, not that B of a D in the right. grand ski. Well. Very cool. All right. Any shout-outs you want to do? Any any charities you want to direct traffic towards or social media accounts or uh, you want to say hey to your mom or... Hey, mom. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, fuck you, mom. <laughs> no, just kidding. Love you, mom. All. all right. No? <laughs> That's it. All right. Well, thanks, ladies, gentlemen, everything in between. Uh, this has been the 64th episode of the Snuggly McDragon podcast. We're gonna leave you with a robot harmony. Beep.